Hey, this is Chris Thomas from the Renneback Sports Show, Sports for the Culture, and you're listening to WJYN 98.5 Uptown Radio. Yeah, Chris Thomas. Mark Thompson. Sugar Crime. And you're listening to the Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Good, good, good. You know, another beautiful Tuesday out there. A little muggy, but, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, once again, we're here every every Tuesday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you want to call in, the phone lines are open. Unfortunately, we did not have any guests today, but... The guests are always you, are all our lovely callers. So you want to join the discussion, get that call number, Mark? Of course, 215-763-9596. And we have a real good slate here today. We're going to talk more about the Olympic Olympic, Olympic shout-outs, Team USA, the men's basketball team, and the women's take home the gold. Uh, we went to Eagles. Me and Mark went to Eagles training camp this past Sunday to open practice at the Link, one of the traditions that's been going on since 2013. Uh, some NFL news. Uh, first Eagles preseason game is going to be this Thursday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Josh Allen's contract extension. And some NBA. And also, as as usual, the longer way to... Well, I'm sorry. Let me not do that. Mark. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, when when it's time, I definitely will give all that energy when it's time. But, of course, Carm's Corner. The long-awaited, highly anticipated back. Absolutely. So... Without further ado, are you doing it right now? No, we're not doing it right now. No, no, oh. we're, no. Yeah. we're making people anticipate. No. She, she yeah. got to respond to her text. She's busy over here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, po- popular. I mean, listen. If, if you're not on the YouTube right now, listen. She she looking business fresh right now. Uh oh. Yeah, she, she got the smile on. She do. She got the face done. It's perfectly blended. Okay. Four, forehead <laughs> shining. Relax. That's not she glowing. <laughs> for, for, forehead on gleam. Ah, oh, man. Wish you guys, man. Listen, man. Listen, somebody got, listen, somebody got a birthday coming up. So I maybe she got, mm-hmm. listen, some people got, some people going to training camp, huh? Yeah. Listen, hey, I mean, I'm still collecting for my roster. So, you know, people uh, who are going to make the cut. You're too old to be having a roster. Too old? Ooh. I'm still young out here. I don't know about you. All right. Skirt. <laughs> 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 Nah, but you know, I'm out here back on the show. Last week I had to handle some work stuff. Obviously, this is my job, but some other work stuff. So, you know, I'm back. I'm full effect. She was out in these streets. That's why she business casual. Yeah, I had to handle some business. But, you know, we out here. Happy to be back. And it's hot out, and I love it. I'm going to embrace the heat while we have it because I'm just starting to see posts about, like, people saying, oh, I'm soaking up the last bits of summer. It's making yeah. me feel depressed. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you talking about that? Like, That's no, true. don't do it. Like, Alicia Keys is like, just soaking up the last moments of summer. And I love Alicia Keys. I'm like, Alicia, shut up. Yeah. And nobody wants to hear that. I know. Unfortunately, when our birthdays hit, summer's basically over. I know. But here's the thing, though. Even when our birthdays hit, it's like hopefully we still have some weeks left of warmth. Like, you know, Correct. so because the way the summer has gone, it's been kind of like up and down in the heat and then a lot of rain. So hopefully if it's global warming, it'll, it'll extend into September and it'll still be hot. I hope so, because I'm still due for an Ocean City, Maryland trip. I didn't go this year, so I need to get down there. Yeah, I haven't been to the beach as much as I usually go. So I'm pretty disappointed in myself about that. Yeah, I haven't done a beach trip all summer anyway but i am going to houston oh yeah that's and right chris is going to h-town getting them wings hey and and i'm going to new orleans also oh you're gonna have a good time make sure you listen make sure you get some shrimp and grits down there you gotta some get some 
original homemade shrimp and grits. I pr- actually just go to the Ruby Slipper. I told Carm last time she didn't go, but when I went to New Orleans, definitely had to hit up the Ruby Slipper. So I promise you. Oh, so don't Ruby Slipper. Don't get that gas station gumbo. Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, that crap was trash. Like, tr- I'm sorry, Triangles, but you really disappointed us I still and really can't upset us. That. But, like, our Uber driver really recommended it. And we're thinking it's going to be, like, a hole-in-the-wall, you know, gem in the city that only people who are from there go to. You know, because there are places he like that. He probably owned the gas station. Out of no, it was a girl. It was a lady. They so I thought, I thought that maybe. It was in cahoots. But here's the thing, like, just it's so. Like discounts, that's why. It's just, probably. like, if you're from here. Like, if you're from here and, like, you say, oh, I wanted to get Spanish food real quick. Like, I'm going to probably say, oh, just go to Porky's real quick. You know, I'm, I'm going to recommend that because Porky's is, like, someplace in the hood, but it's good. You know, it'll do. Okay. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking maybe this will be a hood place. That'll do. Like, it'll be good enough where you get a little feel. You know, mm-hmm. like, Porky's ain't, you know, Hispanic cuisine or anything, but it's, like, you know, they got the, the street food. So it works. Right. That's what I thought, but it was just not like that. Dang. Oh, dang. Well, now you live and you learn. Because I'm definitely not hopping on a plane, go to New Orleans, and not eat solid food. Like like I'm, not, I'm not going to a gas station. That's like taking a trip to Philly and going to Crispy Crunchy's Chicken. And, and Chris, remember where I told you to go in Houston? You got to check out all the places James Harden used to be. You got you to gotta let me know if it's worth it, you know, if you understand a little bit more. But definitely make sure you check those places out. I'll do my best. All right. Don't play. They're, they're, they're very well known for those spots that James Harden was at. Got to. Listen, I'm just down there for a good time, and uh, you're down for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I I can't say that on radio, but <laughs> 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 but anyway, so me and Mark, we got tickets to to go see the Eagles open practice at Lincoln Financial Field mm-hmm. this past Sunday. Um, it's been going on since 2013. Chip Kelly's first year here, and it's been a staying tradition here in Philadelphia. Um, before that, they were, you know, open practices up in Lehigh. Um, I remember those days, like a bunch of old Eagles fans telling me about, you know, the good old days back in Lehigh. But about 25,000 uh, were in attendance. Oh, Lord. Yeah. 25,000? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, and then all the proceeds went to the uh, charity, um, I believe, Eagles Autism Challenge. Oh, so how was it going someplace without me? How was that? You well, know? you would have to ask Chris this one because did yeah, Chris. I don't I don't know. If, well, he did leave for a second, so I don't know if he went in the bathroom and called you and was complaining about me. So no, I don't know. You got to ask him. Well, you went to the Sixers game. He was texting you, trying to talk about me, taking pictures, trying to be doing all this stuff. Well, well if you right. want to know, Mark didn't ask to take any pictures. <laughs> Oh, so Mark was an actor for like 60 picks of the game? No. But y'all didn't take a picture together. I didn't see a running back photo. What's up with that? I was just I was just talking trash. That's what I do. So y'all didn't get a running back photo? <sighs> nah. No. That's a typical dude thing, man. Dudes I never want to get pictures unless you're like gram heavy. I mean, happens. first off, you see what's on my head. So you had that on at the game? No, but <laughs> if I got this on, you know what I need. Cut. So why I'm yeah, not beard is looking a little. You see it? Yeah. It's a little, yeah, exactly. But I mean, so what? It's just you still could have got the photo just to capture the moment. Like this is the running back, you know, scrimmage, first little outing. No, I'm gonna keep it as real as possible because nobody else is gonna say it. This is a shot to the world. I don't post bad pictures on Instagram, so you're not gonna catch me on Instagram looking like this. I'm gonna be at my finest. That's all. I hear you. I hear you on that. So you know? with that being said, nah, we didn't get one. Oh, okay, so how was it? Did you feel the aura? Did it have all the food available? Was everything like yeah, at full force? Yeah, they did have crap. They did have crap for us. I didn't get any. Mm-hmm. I ate before. 
You ate before? Wow, Christopher. I Shocker. Think, I think I did as well. Well, me and Chris went. We ate together at the Ooh. thing. Y'all had chickies and peas? No, he got chicken tenders and fries. I got the chickies fries, but no seasoning, just plain. Are you okay? I don't like chickies and peas. Yeah, that's what I said. You didn't get the seasoning? That's no, I just wanted the cheese. I like the fries the themselves. The cheese is good. I'll give you I like that. the fries themselves. I just don't like that obey. I don't, I'm don't. i not like crazy about seafood. Like, I'm not like... That ain't seafood. seafood. That's just but seasoning. I just don't really like it. It's all right. I'm oh, not. Oh, you tripping. And then I got... What else? Oh, I got a slice of pizza. I got a slice of white, I think. It was so good. <laughs> like no sauce? Yeah. I, like I, I see why you were stressed the whole time. And then she asked <laughs> you to take pictures. Like, oh, first of all, white pizza is fancy. What is she eating? White like, pizza that's is already stressful. White hearing pizza that. is pamping. That's first. Okay. Secondly, okay. Secondly, <laughs> them fries was pamping. <laughs> that's it. Okay. No seasoning or not. Pamping. <laughs> All right, people. Are you saying pimping? Popping. Oh, popping. Okay. <laughs> You know, I'm older. I don't know what the kids be saying in the streets. You know, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I listen. I oh, know I about. Thought, I thought she was doing like a Mike Epps on how high. No, 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 no. I know about food, and if you need recommendations on what to do, where to get, where to go, holla at me. All right, I, I'm I'm pretty much a. I know about good quality food now. Thank I you. know about food care, food upkeep. You know, like I say this, so your 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 corner store, right, Mark? You order from, you know, yeah. from whatever. Yeah. Now, if they're giving you your order of fries in a styrofoam container, and then I putting down wax paper, or aluminum foil, oh, yeah, they're that's trash. A, that's cancerous, right? But so many people will go get French fries in the poppy store and not have nothing on that styrofoam, and it's sick, and it honestly makes you concerned for like, are you? It really does. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, y'all need to do better. So let me summarize. Wax paper or aluminum foil protect yes. the food, and then it just keeps it from getting mushy. It keeps the crispiness. You know, it's a whole kind of thing. Just That's saying. Real. I'm, I'm all about food care. You know, I'm all about it. Next coming up is Carms Catering. <laughs> Carms Cooking. Carms right? Cooking. Yo, every week I'm gonna give a fact about how to and how to do food in some anything way. Anything that starts with a C, like exact. Carms Car Services. Yo, facts. Carms Cooking. Carms Cakes. No, uh, be quiet. <laughs> you, you actually set yourself up. I know, I know. It was That's why like I that. shut up. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, anyways. Yeah, so, guys, all my listeners. calling in here. <laughs> Yo, wait. Kate Freeman and his cake. Anybody the running back family, all the listeners out there, you need tips on food, what to do, hit me up. I got you. I, we're not just sports here. We're for the culture. Facts. Mm-hmm. Just don't get that gas station gumbo. You just don't, yeah, here's the thing. Disclaimer. Do not. Get gumbo from a gas station. Facts. Don't do it. Out of Learn from me. Out of town in better. general. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Unless you're in the city, because sometimes they make some real good fried chicken at the gas station in the city. Here. In the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. In this city, yes. I say. Yes. We can't, we can't vouch, I, I can't vouch. We can't vouch for other cities. I agree. Who knows what's really good in other cities? You know, it's just funny, because it's like some places you go to, and it's like, should I trust these people in their recommendations? And it's just like, it's always hit or miss. You never know. I agree. And that's why I'm a little Pacific when I'm like in terms of what bars I go to cuz like some bars I go to I'm just like yeah this yeah this drinks a little watered down. Facts. Mm. So I ain't coming back, but it's like this one I know too. I know they're going to take care of me. Facts. Like if it's a freaking 10 by 9 bar, you know they're pouring the drinks in there. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like Ring and like they're pouring down, like right. ring on me. It might be bottom shelf, but you're gonna get the job done. Yeah, yeah smaller bars usually do make stronger drinks. Yeah, that's why I go to Tap Room on 19th. They, number one, I, I used to 
when I when I worked at uh, the Navy Yard, that's the that's the bar me and my coworkers go to after work. Wow. But yeah. see, I'm so different. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no. Now they take care of me. They got citywide, which is uh, a beer and a shot of Jameson, which is like six dollars. We talked about. Yeah, this we talked about this. Mark was like, I don't know what what kind of time you're on. Yeah, like. Yeah, sorry. I'm not gonna get into it. I mean, I mean, listen, man, listen. I, and I got that much money. I, I know what takes care of me. So yeah, yeah so like yes. I. So it's like a Long Island. You want to get effed up quick? Yeah, yeah. yeah Long Island. That's all, true. You know what I mean? It's a mixture of all kinds of liquors. Yeah, that's why. Like, I, yeah, and it's like my experience there, and then like going to Xfinity Live. I'm like, yeah, okay. The only thing I'm getting from Xfinity Live is beers because their mixed drinks aren't hitting. Nah, nah. Especially places like that. Yeah. But now. Now it's different though. Like if you go to a little bit of an upscale place and your Long Island mess around comes up to twenty one bucks, I promise you, all you need is one. No, that's Not because of the true. price, but also because that's true. That's it, top shelf. I yes. went to Barclay Prime and they got a my friend got in Long Island and it was like super duper strong, like mm-hmm. strong. But it was like you said, it was like twenty bucks, like, like fifteen. Yeah, if bucks. you won't pay that much, it's yeah. gonna do it in most cases. Yeah, like my old job, like they got this frosé. It's like a frozen drink. All you need really is just one. And <laughs> I heard Froze. I'm already sold. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm just funny because to me, bars are good in ranking in terms of if they have food as well. Like, if they don't have food, good food, too, I can't I can't go to the bar. Like, I need a place that has the food and the drinks. Mm. That's me. I agree. Like, yeah. you got to have something that I want on that menu. You That's why I go to my favorite spot, Al KOP. Where is that? City Works. Mm-hmm. Oh, City Works. Okay. That's my John. I'm there at least twice a month. Huh. What about the the clubhouse? No, that's like home. That doesn't count. I walk there like this. And how are the clubhouse drinks? Oh, the clubhouse drinks. Listen, them Jones. First <laughs> off, for like twenty dollars, you walk out definitely on a little stumble. I promise you. Ha! Clubhouse drinks is no joke. They solid, and then me because you know I'm Mark Worldwide. <laughs> they see me pull up. So, so, what, so what you're telling me is next Saturday, pregame whoa, day. Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. You know, out of, out of disclosed information, you know what I mean? Out of di- disclosed information, you know, what next Saturday, yup. Yeah. So you back drinking again? I have, so I, I, I'm not going to lie. I have had a couple <laughs> of drinks, but it was wine. So I haven't had, like, actual alcohol. Okay, though. yeah, okay, I got you. So yeah. it was alcohol, but it was just wine. Well, I mean, come on, you get what I'm going. I get like it. it's not tequila, it's not. No, I get it. You weren't getting like trash. You were just drinking wine. I get it. But not often though. Maybe like once a week. Okay. Yeah, not. You know, I, get I, you. I think I did a good job. The, to be honest, the the main reason I wasn't like you know indulging in alcoholic beverages for X amount of time is because you know I wanted to teach myself a little bit of discipline. Might have caught some bad habits in the middle of the pandemic. I think a lot of us did. Um, and I'm just trying to change it. That's all. Because to be honest, what was we doing at the beginning of the pandemic? Watching um, Tory Lane's uh, club quarantine or whatever and drinking. Yo, what's up with Tory Lane trying to come at Cassidy, man? I'm not. I'm not banging with that. I don't you know, but it sounded like Meek Mill wrote it for him. Yeah, I just was kind of like, why are you like, why are you coming at Cass? Because Cass come there. Or he stole Meek's flow. My bad. I don't want no allegations. I meant to say Meek's flow. He took Meek's flow. What's up with that? I don't know. But speaking of that, does. Sorry. Flex of the year belong to kick. I'm sorry. Say that again. Uh, who? Um, you saw that uh, that that last verses. Yes. Yeah. The oh, the locks. Locks. Yeah. Um, Dipset. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man, apparently Jadakiss is like, yeah. you know, the new coming of Jesus, man. See, you know, he's really not, but I'm glad. <laughs> no, because Jadakiss is. That's what people is, are saying. No, nah, Jadakiss has been my guy forever. So, like, for me, like, when I used to say, like, when people used to ask me, like, who's who's in your top five, people would always look at me said funny. Kiss? Yeah, people always look at me funny when I say that. So, you're a real fan. You know Yeah, I was. No, I, no, 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 no. I've been rocking with them guys since I was little when I was listening to CDs that I wasn't supposed to be listening to. <laughs> no, it goes, it goes far. Yeah. But, so no, nah, for me, it was good for him to get that exposure because everybody's got their eyes on the verses. So, it's like. It's almost like people are now realizing what others have known for years. So it kind of the verses is a good thing too, like business wise, because next thing you know their streams go up. So once well, people yeah. heard Jada Kiss go crazy on that versus already beating Fabulous in a versus, now nah, that's just more streams for him. And now mm. people are like, oh, all right. Wait, all right. so the Locks is a group? Yeah. So the Locks is the group. It's um Jada Kiss, Styles P, Sheik Luch. Okay, and then Dipset is Joel's, Jim Cam, Jones, Freaky Jim. Zeke, Cam, yeah, and I'm sure I'm oh, missing okay, some okay. guys. Mm. Oh, so the Locks, they obviously won, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they won. The Locks is What crazy. was up with Dipset's energy? I don't, I don't know. I mean, it was funny, was though. Cam I thought there? Was I feel like Cameron wasn't there. Ex- yeah, Cam was there, but it was just funny because Jadakus was just talking trash. like, Because he's like, yo, y'all don't even know y'all. Y'all don't even know y'all lyrics. Why y'all got your lyrics playing in the background? <laughs> like, he was just talking trash. And then, like, Joel Santana would do, like, a song that the audience wasn't, like, crazy familiar with or the versus audience. And then he's, like, Jadakiss yelling at Cam, like, yo, Cam, they need you. Like, play your singles. Like, it's funny. Like, it was all competition. And I think that's what um, hip-hop needs in, in general again. I like people, you know, going at other people's musics trying to just be better. Right, yeah. Everybody's too buddy buddy, just like the NBA. Like everybody's buddy buddy too in the friendly NBA and stuff. Yeah, I get that. I, I get what you're saying. It's kind of like like the Eight Mile vibe. Like they had serious beef. Like the guys. <laughs> well, we like, don't want that serious. No, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Like Eminem's character and the guy from the Free World. The guys from the Free. They really was like An- enemies. Like Anthony, they was fighting. Anthony Mackie. Yeah, like they was fighting in the streets. Like so when they came down to like the rap battle, it's like yo, I really got like aggression towards you like screw you you know and it made it right. even more intense battle this guy's a gangster his real name's clarence yeah like listen that man failed <laughs> up so <laughs> and clarence lives at home with both parents <laughs> and clarence's parents, parents have a real, real good, good marriage, marriage. <laughs> he, he came like, up though right. he's like ain't no he, such thing this happened that man worked the shield now he captain america I that know. man failed he, up he, 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 came, he came a long scared way because for the longest everything i saw him i just called him clarence i'm like bro you got eight miled <laughs> at his your book then, then I remember I met him once at like uh, a Comic Con, and I just asked him, just like, "Yo, how does it really feel that?" No, this was like before, like he got like really popular with the Avengers. I'm like, yeah. "How does it really feel that n- whenever anybody meets you, the only thing they ever talk about is Eight Mile?" Right. He says, <laughs> "He just shook his head. He was like, it comes with the territory.'" <laughs> For real, good thing. Yo, he got lucky with that with I that mean, Marvel. At deal. least it's like he's known. You know what I mean? Like even though I know people get tired of like being pigeonholed by one role, it's like, right. but it can keep you in people's minds and know who you are. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's bad because it kind of like people can't get over that character. Like they can't yeah. let go of who you were in that character. But I feel like you know. That's why Jalil White doesn't bring out Steve Urkel that often, yeah. except for well, recently. Him, I think with him, it's just like he just. Oh, has he brought out that. Oh, when he made that. When he made that weed sell, line. Selling that purple Urkel. He just has like a. You, you, I think with him, he just has a unique look, and it's kind of like hard to shake. Like the Urkel thing, you know what I mean? Because his look is like not like I'm it's not like like I don't I might hate to say it, but he's not like leading man look. You know what I mean? I mean he I mean ladies love Stefan. 
I, did, I never loved Stefan. I thought he was cuter than Steve, but I didn't. I wasn't feeling he him. He was Stefan Arkell. What you talking about? Oh, okay. You saw the drip, like, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Shoot. I guess Stefan had top five drip in the '90s, man. Yeah, Stefan. Listen, people stepped on Eddie, man. Eddie, I thought looked better. <laughs> Eddie can sing, sing, right? Yeah. What's up, yeah. Eddie Winslow? Oh, wait a minute. Mm. Eddie Winslow? That beat? What? Whoa. I'm saying in terms huh? of him versus Steve Urkel. I'm <laughs> oh, okay. Whoa. I was going to say because No, I, I'm picking Eddie Winslow over over Steve Urkel. I mean, personally. Well, I was just saying because, you know, he he's not your typical. Oh, like, my God. Y'all, y'all always trying to put me in this box, You know man. what I'm saying? I like a I mean, plethora just, I mean, of skin tones, okay? I, honestly, that's just young Zach Randolph right there. I just like, hey. I just lean towards certain skin. But that doesn't mean I'm, <laughs> I, I'm it's exempt. Hey, when know? I seen him uh, recently on, on Twitter, the chicks was in the comments calling him, um, what's it called, Silver Fox. Mm-hmm. They still like him. Who? Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can see that raised your eyebrows a little bit. Okay, what's his real name? I forget. I don't know. Just type in Eddie from Family Matters. Darius McCray, I think. Yeah, yeah Darius McCray. Yeah, you're right. And it's going to come right up. Yeah. That's funny. By the way, it sounds like this is just a, a special conversation edition of the Running Back Sports <laughs> Show. Hey, and I listen. am 100% okay with that. This is listen, here's the thing. We're not just in the box. <laughs> we don't just talk about sports. We talk about culture stuff, man. And this man. is summertime sports, about man. So. Facts. You know, summertime sports is easy. You know, it's like, you know, it's more... Kind of easy going because NBA shouldn't have gone as long as it went. That's very Usually. true. Yeah, that's very true. So and I'll, I'll take that. For also, that. for God's sake, Kanye, just drop the album Yo. already. Oh. He's not gonna do it. Drop the album. He's not dropping it. They or Apple Music say August fifteenth, but I don't know. Bro. It said August thirteenth. It changed I'm again. Not yeah, that no, no, it, no. When I read it, it was August thirteenth. Then I said like, then I found that was like a pre-sale in like August. Oh. I'm like, he's never dropped. I'm like, how he many re- how many release parties you're gonna have? <laughs> He's going. He's going to do it. It's just it. to make money. It is. He's yeah, making he's, bread. Kanye's yeah. like, always been ahead of his time. My Morgan from the show. She comments. She <laughs> and her man went to that thing twice. They went to two shows in Atlanta. Day. Yeah, wow. they went. They live in Atlanta, so they went to the show twice. Wow. Wow. Shout out to Morgan. I don't know if she watched. Shout that out day, to my but girl Morgan. Support from Atlanta. That's love. Yeah, my baby love. Morgan. I mean, like, he better drop that. He's spending a million dollars to like live in that Mercedes Benz studio a day just to like finish that job. He got it. Yeah, I know he got, got it. He's definitely he a billionaire. I'm just trying to figure out like why he got it. Oh, I can't say that joke. I'm so sorry. I can't say it. I can't say it. Okay. It was a joke. I just came up off the top of my head, but it's messed up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I liked. Well, I Actually, liked I'm gonna just say it. Why it look like he got a lady's pantyhose over his face when he be wearing that ditty? He does red pleather. It looks bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't really understand that. I mean, yeah. do you see like the shoes he literally dropping and selling for six fifty, and people still buy them? Yeah, no, that's just, that's subjective. just insanity. Yeah, listen, fashion is subjective. So I guess like I re- he really got people out here buying five X holy shirts and spending money on them. Yeah, I wouldn't buy that. Like, I mean, like, like really a whole five X come down to your knees. You look like you in a lean with a rock with a video. I'm about to say that's just two thousands wear, bro. <laughs> Basically, it's just a little tapered off at the bottom yeah, with holes in it. Yeah, I'm gonna say, like, listen, just take that logo off, just put Fubu on, and you're gonna see. Pretty much. Yeah, but I did like the family unity. Kim was at the concert with Chloe and their kids. You know, <sighs> I like that they just threw a family. Oh, so I don't know. With them. Here's the thing: is just like you can like make little grunts or whatever, but that still was his, it's his wife still, and those are his kids. I mean, at the end of the day, Kanye has one woman who had his kids, and so does Kim, one man. So I mean, listen, at least they did that. 
Look to Nick Cannon on radio talking about I don't I don't I don't <laughs> follow suit to the Eurocentric way of looking at things. Mind you, your whole life is Eurocentric. What are you talking about? You work for MTV. What are you saying? Dang. Like, first of all, second of all, <laughs> what I don't like is that you're literally producing like broken homes. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can be a you can be a father to all your kids, and I'm sure you will because you have money and you have the resources. But it's like you are not going to be living with all your kids every single day of their lives because it's not it's not possible. Plus, like, with the um illness that he has, I'm not 100 sure what it is but he definitely said like that's the part of the reason why he lives like the way he lives because he doesn't fear death i mean i understand not fearing death he but it's br- just he embraces it think or about like that. i just think like like ima- like here's the thing i always grew up with my dad in the home I, I can't imagine growing up and like your dad is not in the home and he's having all these kids so close together and he's not going to be in these houses uh-uh. he's not even with these women so it's just like why is that cool i get it like it's your right to reproduce it's your right if you want to have you know many kids you might if you can take care of them fine but at the same time it's like why do you think it's okay that you're not going to be ra- really raising all these kids. So you're going to probably raise like three of them, if, if anything, it's really. crazy. Dr. Lee would be so disappointed. I don't, I don't understand what he's doing right <laughs> now. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You know my point? It's just like, why? Like, And then his whole reasoning. It's just like, shut up. Just because you have money, that doesn't mean it's okay. Just like with Future, it's sick. And with him too, like you're no better. Just because Future is like a scumbag image. Nick, you're no better than Future. <laughs> yes, talk that's talk. I, from a woman's perspective, that's how I see it. It's like if you are having kids, you're supposed to be in the home trying to raise this child, and things don't work out. But you still should be able to be able to have the time to raise it. You have seven kids, all close in age. It's like how, how there's only so many hours in a day. That's true, and then and then also like we've been trying to like break that, you know, family breaking up curse. Like the that's been started years and ago. We can go as far it. as back as slavery. Yeah. You know, the prison system, and these guys are just openly doing it. And then yeah. I seen Tank comment on uh, one of the posts about it. He's like, that's that man's business. Like, okay, that's just his business, but at the same time, he's in the public eye. And why is that? And that's just giving people, people who are impressionable, giving them the okay that that's cool because he has money. It's not okay. If a regular guy did that, he will be dragged in the streets. Yeah. For doing that, I mean regular guys do it. No, I know, but you know what I mean. But in, in the scale that he's doing it, no, it happens all the time. But I'm saying, like in the scale, like he literally has four kids, all the same exact age. I know a guy who has like thirteen kids. Are they all the same age? No, they're all over the place. Well, that's okay. So that's sick. But it's like he literally had sex with five women, and, and like you know, we're not gonna get graphic, but and he has four kids the same age. That now, now that's now I. That's why. You know what I mean? Like he had a good week. Seriously, like that's just wild. He was out Vegas. I can see a year, a year, a year, a year, a year. You got <laughs> kids the same age, multiples. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. That man must be. That man must be in Houston. Hey, <laughs> you know where he <laughs> no, was at. It's always when it's yo. He was at them James Harden places. I Listen, told you to go to. After the wings, you know, he hopped on them things. No kidding, no kidding, no kidding. See, after he ate the wings, he ate the breast. I mean, whoa, <laughs> whoa we're talking about chicken here. Yeah. Chris, the Wow, that yeah. you guys are immature. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Mike's on the road today. He said, I eat the wings. He ate the br- Listen, Mike, I hear you. That, we're talking about chicken. I know, facts. Right. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. You got to go from the bottom up. Okay. No, that's, wow. <laughs> now, first off, this this girl <laughs> barely obeys I, this. There's nothing now, that I said was she, on the list. She barely says, like, she barely You're obeys really this. really towing a line here. And, and, and <laughs> she won't even say chicken breast. There's bus. nothing like, that I'm saying that's on the list, Marcus. I know. I'm I'm praising you oh my God. for yes. you always saying these, but you yes. won't say chicken breast. You're right, chicken breast. Like, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> oh, you guys just. 
Yeah. <laughs> I see the advanced you're thinking. This is like, honestly, like we're entering into a new plane of the Running Back Sports Show right now. Anyway, you're listening to 98.5 WJ1M, Running Back Sports Show, Sports with a Coach. We're going to call it a joint discussion to kind of steer us back into the sports <laughs> part of the Running Back Sports <laughs> Show. Get that call number. 215-763-9596. Summertime edition. Summertime yeah. edition. We I mean, out here. I mean, it's hot. I mean, we were talking about chicken breast. <laughs> then we're talking about going from the bottom up. Then we're talking about carbs <laughs> cakes earlier. Then, <laughs> yeah, you just is, You just <laughs> You just respectful. You got to open a bakery now. <laughs> you got to listen. I got listen. I got some good cupcakes. I'm just saying, I do. I can make some cake. I can make some. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> come on, come on, dog. Control, control yourself. <laughs> I'm no, I'm dead serious. Like I really can't make a cupcake. Okay. I'm dead serious. What's what's the uh what's the best type of cupcakes you make? Chocolate. Okay, okay. Or angel hair. Angel food, I'm sorry. Angel food. Oh, angel food. I mean it's super soft, right? Okay. Yeah. And it's light. Yep. Okay, angel food. And you said you did you say chocolate? Yep. Chop now listen, chocolate the texture is just so thick. You know, you got you gotta have the thick, especially with the <laughs> chocolate. You know, sometimes like if you know you got some <laughs> solid chocolate when it's nice and moist. <laughs> gotta love chocolate cupcakes. <laughs> this is the best time I've had anyway. in a while. <laughs> Back to training camp. <laughs> so listen. So what was what was the biggest takeaway yeah. that you had? Go ahead, Mark. Oh my god, we gotta be serious now. Jeez. <laughs> All right, here we go. Guys. Chris is appalled. Chris is like, guys, if you can see him on camera, Jeez. he's appalled. I know. Because we're talking about cupcakes. We're just listen, talking here's about the thing. I never want to hear y'all complain about Freeman the next time he's on this show. <laughs> we're talking about baked goods we're here. Baked we're goods. we're, we're not, not talking about, about men in the post. <laughs> like <laughs> Freeman say out loud says he has nice cakes behind him. Like, right. You know, we're talking about baked goods. We're talking right. about homely items. Right. He's talking about People's behind, okay. all right? Okay, right. Now, now say that with a straight face. I just think Homely it's Homely items. Right. Carmen could be the next Martha Stewart here. Pretty much. Minus the kleptomaniac type exactly. stuff. Exactly. Minus the Joe time. Right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe, Back to training. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you need that. You can get some culinary skills here. <laughs> okay, Mark. So how did you feel about preseason? Um, so I have a little bit of notes here. Right. So one of the things that I looked out for, I wanted to see Jalen Hurts. Um, Chris was too busy making a phone call in the bathroom, so he didn't get to see Jalen <laughs> Hurts actually come out. But he might have caught it on the screen, but I caught it live inside the stadium. And as us wrestling fans would say, he got a pretty nice pop. Um, the people definitely were excited when he came out. It was it was very loud. Um, I was screaming like, "Hey, that's our guy! That's our guy!" Just very excited because I'm like, "Hey, that's our guy!" I'm but we all know Brandon Graham got the biggest pop. Yes, of course. But I mean, just after what happened with Carson Wentz and how the city has been divided for years. No, it's fine. You can name Carson Wentz. Okay. It's okay. He, at least he tried. But. Um, We've had this quarterback controversy for years. We went from Carson Wentz versus Nick Foles. Then we went from Carson Wentz versus Jalen Hurts. So it's like time and time again, we're just figuring out who our guy is. So it was very good to hear Jalen get that appreciation and somewhat of that acceptance that us Philly fans do because we're so terrible. We so just accept players. He didn't play the whole game? No. So it was like it was basically set up like a practice. So how, how Nick Sirianni had it set up was there were 11 periods and each period like 
there were different workouts happening. So okay. over here you might see the running backs doing drills, the defensive line doing drills, the offensive line doing drills, the secondary kickers, you name it. Everybody's kind of doing their individual thing. Maybe by the third or fourth period they did a little bit of like seven on seven. Of course you're not really out there tackling because that's how light the practices are these days. But to me, I thought Jalen Hurts looked pretty good, even when I saw him in individual drills. Um, there were some things that still concern me a bit, and unfortunately it's a little bit of a knock that's been on him by the national media, but some of his throws across the middle. But, um, you know, it looks like he has nice touch, so I was very excited to see what Jalen Hurts had there as far as, like, nice touch on his uh, deep ball. So that, that looks pretty good. Um, and then even though I don't want to really talk about it, but Joe Flacco, like, he had completed a couple. Like, nothing crazy. I don't want to get people's undergarments up in a bunch and anything, but, like, nothing too crazy. Um so yeah, that that's what I that's my take on the quarterback wise. So those those two look good. Um they look fair. That's all I can say is they they look fair. That's that's my take on Jalen. What, what what about you, Chris? Pretty good. Um regardless the the team responds to him, the crowds behind him. And honestly that's all I really need. I really don't care about the People talk about the limited arm talent or, well, we need to get, well, Deshaun Watson's a much better quarterback and a top five talent. No. Give this kid give, give this kid the season. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything about Deshaun Watson because. Spe- I don't want to hear Pepe Le Pew at all. Yeah. Because that's a landmine that, it, that should not be touched. Mm-hmm. And this kid deserves the opportunity to at least play a season. Everybody's supporting him, Lane Johnson. They worked out together this season. Even after the practice, like, he was over there along with some of the wide receivers just doing suicides right across the uh, the playing field. The guy, it, the guy studies hard. The guy does everything he can in terms of getting himself mentally and properly ready. Yep. Uh, the guys, to me, listen, I, I know it's an old cliche, but he's built to play for a city like this. He is, and, and I'm 100% behind him. This doesn't change anything as far as me not having any expectations for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm literally just watching football. I was explaining that to someone earlier. Like, Yo, how do you think the Eagles going to do? I'm like, bro, not doing it this year at all. I'm not putting any expectations on it. I'm not saying they're going 10-6 and six, as I would do years past, but we have an extra game this year. No expectations. I'm not saying Super Bowl. I'm not saying playoffs. Nothing. I'm literally just watching football on Sundays. And maybe that will bring some of the emotion out of me because, to be honest, this, the Sixers, they just wore me out after that playoff yeah. game seven loss that wore me out. so i'm to the point where i'm legit just they like they still are I, I, yeah yeah the <laughs> yeah. whole narrative is just like wow i'm just i'm taking whatever happens i'm mm. just i'm just watching it from a fan's perspective i'm i'm sorry fan's perspective <laughs> yes I, sometimes my brain combines words whatever um but yeah from a fan's perspective mm. that's how i'm just watching it so with that being said again i'm 100% behind jalen hurts he's our guy and what better place that has had so many excelling african american quarterbacks in their city than philadelphia mm-hmm. what about our new corner did you see him do anything steven oh, nelson i yeah. thought the corners looked good for some reason, I thought they looked good. I felt like when they were doing those drills, they were, like, cutting hard on guys. I mean, it's practice. It's not game time. I, I don't know. Because you have legitimate veterans who are actually good at their position now. You're not just, like, picking from the bottom of the barrel like you did with Kerry Williams, like you did with Bradley Fletcher. Yeah. Uh, Darius Slay is a, a multiple-time pro bowler and an all-pro. Steven Nelson just yeah, came like from the These are guys who can play. Yeah, came from the Pittsburgh Steelers who was with one of the best defensive units last season. So – 
with those two guys spending knowledge into those guys like Amazi Maddox and everybody else is on the practice squad under the young corners this year, it's a trickle-down effect. Those knowledge is going to get passed to them. And it's like, yo, we got two guys who may not have the biggest lifespan here. So it's like we need to show them that we're able, if the situation calls upon ourselves, we can be able to step up as well. That's right. what veterans do. Yeah. And honestly, I'll say this. If the secondary stays fully healthy, Anthony Harris, Rodney McLeod, this is probably one of the best secondaries the Eagles have had in a very long time. I'm going to be honest, and nobody's really saying this, but for real, for real, we made some improvement. No one's really, really putting emphasis on this. They're just surrounding it so much with Jalen Hurts and the thought that he can't play football. But I think the kid can play, and he's going to be able to play. So for real, for real, and call me crazy, I feel, I feel like we've really made improvements everywhere across this team. It's just people put so much emphasis on Jalen Hurts and if he can play. If he can do even what half of Baker Mayfield did <laughs> last year, I'm just saying. I don't know if I'm drinking a Kool-Aid, but <laughs> why are you laughing at me? How he got you. Nah, he didn't get he me. He got you. He didn't get me. He got you. Nah, he didn't get me. Yeah, he did. He didn't get me. Yeah, he did. Nah. He got you, man. Nah, he didn't. In what way? He didn't. That was. I, I get where you're going. No, nah, listen. He didn't get me. Listen. But, Chris, did we not make improvements? Yeah, we have. All right. I, we have a solid draft. No, solid draft, solid free agent moves. I love the Anthony Harris signing. I like getting Steven Nelson. I like the Eric Wilson signing as well from Minnesota. Listen, defense. Listen, right. listen defensively, we we should be fine. And the Eagles. Listen, let's get one thing straight. Even though I pick Washington, the Eagles can very much win this division with no problem. There's no juggernaut in this division. There is no New England Patriots of the 2000s in this division. Listen, it's every. It's, yeah. it's, it's all average to below average teams beating and, up on each other. And this is that's why I said the crazy part is I don't know why people won't admit it, but we did improve in a lot of aspects. It's just the question mark with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. If, if we if we if we knew that Jalen Hurts was a baller, what would the people be saying? <laughs> How we did it? I'm not saying he got me, I mean, but we did improve. All I'm saying, listen, say we listen, if if do you want if Jalen Hurts was regarded so much as Deshaun Watson in years past or liking, we'd probably be favorites. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even drinking the Kool Aid. I swear, people just don't want to admit. Did it. you guys see Zach Ertz out there? Yeah, he was out there. He got an excellent reception. And he, he looks like he's all in. He was practicing hard. I mean, I, I know that this is a contract year for him, but, I mean. Goddard? Yeah. Goddard looked cool, too. Smith, he's hurt. So. Yeah, so yeah he, he was hurt. Yeah, but he was very attentive on the sidelines. But the biggest standout to me was definitely Quez Watkins. Yo, 100% agree. 100% agree. He looks very good. That's why I'm. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we made these improvements. The the thing that Nelson, I'm sorry, not Nelson Aguilar. The um, I'm sorry, just messed up. Alshon Jeffrey mm-hmm. and Deshaun Jackson. Jackson were taking up spots. So now we can probably see Jalen Rager in the slot where he should be. Mm-hmm. Now you should see Quez Watkins on the other side of um, Devonta Smith and, and Travis Fogan. What about Miles Sanders? And they don't. They're not terrible. Am I? If I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> They're not terrible. Yeah, and, and don't forget, we still got Ward. Yeah. Not saying that he's anything, but he can he can help. You know, at least with culture wise, and still provide. Yeah, you know he's the longest tenure eagle in that wide receiver room, right? Crazy. Yeah. Um, as far as Miles Sanders, I don't know. I'm just 50-50 on him. He's still he's right. he's still dropping wide open passes out the backfield. Like he's doing it in practice, and I see it so much in the game. I'm like, bruh, you always looking down. Catch the ball first. He, he, he did it like twice in practice. Listen, I like Miles Sanders, and when I saw those managers, I'm like, about the top ten running backs, I'm like, oh, dude, where's Miles Sanders? He had a solid year. But 
honestly, I have a feeling, and this is a real good feeling. I got a feeling that his snap count is going to be down this year. <sighs> I don't know, man. I just feel his I feel hands. Like, I feel like he got to do more hand I feel workouts. Like everybody who's been work, who's been wondering, is like, yo, give Miles Sanders those twenty to twenty-five touches are going to be really disappointed because you still got Jordan Howard, you still got Boston. This looked like a very solid number two. Yeah. I mean, we, in my opinion, we should have never got rid of him in the beginning. No, not at all. Yeah. You still got Boston Scott, who's a really good pass pass catching back out the field. Yeah. Not to mention, we still got Kerryon Johnson. Yes. The guy from Detroit. And here's the thing. Kerryon Johnson was a really good running back. I watched him in Detroit. The biggest thing about him was the fact that he got hurt. Him getting hurt was the only reason why Deontay Swift, Deontay Swift took his job. Agreed. So, but, yeah, listen, I'm telling you how he got you. That's what he wanted. Oh, I'm, I'm Adam. Just, listen, listen, listen. I'm not, I'm not no fool. Mark just wants to believe, man. It's I'm not believing. I'm just being honest, and nobody wants I'm to be honest. And, like, so even, even him saying, like, how we got you. Like Chris, you ain't debated. You didn't say we didn't improve, improve nowhere. I never said we. I never said we didn't. I'm, we have. All right then. So, but Chris, is, I guess Chris, what you're trying to say is. There could have been other better moves, but he just no. No, he's trying to say that he thinks that I feel that Howie did such a great job. Yeah. Now I'm all sold and I'm back. No, Howie, no. <laughs> this is like the second time That's in what I'm saying. He could what, have like done thir- better. Thirteen year tenure or maybe more. Like, come on, bro. I, you know, well, I, I mean, listen. At the same time, I'm just being honest where no one else is being honest. Yeah, no, I get it. But I think people are focused on the Jalen Hurts thing. That's all anyone ever talks about is just Jalen yeah, Hurts. Like, Jaylen there's Hurt, there's Hurt. no way Jaylen Jaylen outside of like. I get the national media, they all say the same stuff. But, like, if you actually look at the Philadelphia Eagles, like, the only question mark is Jalen Hurts, and that's created by the media. I didn't see him play terrible last year. I didn't. But it's like, again, how can you judge him off of never really seeing him really play? Like, you know, fully. Unless you've seen him play in college. He's uh, pretty doggone good in college. Yeah. So it's just like a lot better than Carson Wentz. I'm about to say, well, then again, you can't really take college. uh, You can only take college with that much of a grain of salt because a lot of people dominating college didn't didn't play well in the league. But also at the same time, it's like those guys who really didn't play that well in college. Turns out to be really solid quarterbacks. That's fair, but just to just college to, is always a crapshoot when it comes to quarterbacks. That's why there's no it, such thing as like a quarterback factory. N- not a quarterback factory, but a pro athlete factory. Now that's that's what I was about to jump into. Like quarterback factories, no, not really. But making pro athletes in the NFL, there's plenty of schools that do that on a regular. Oklahoma, Alabama. Like, just to name a few. Well, the, thing, like, well, the thing about Oklahoma has just been recently. It hasn't been, like, overall, like, because Sam Bradford. At, at Sam least Bra- the past decade. Well, bef- like. That's bef- long enough. I'm just saying, before, like, Baker Mayfield and, like, Kyler Murray and, like, Jalen Hurts transferred, the biggest black mark was, like, Sam Bradford. Yeah. We got comments, Chris? Uh, yeah. So, we have one. Jalen's always been top five. And another one, King Drip. So, as I agree, the Eagles are better. Better on the sidelines, they're healthy. Secondary is 100 times better. Coaching is better, and the NFC stinks. That's what I'm saying. Nobody wants to admit it. Nobody wants okay, to admit it at okay. all. Okay, thanks. Thanks, guys, for commenting. Keep those comments coming. We're live on YouTube. We're here to interact with you. You want to ask us a question or make a, you know, just say something. We'll always say it on air. So You know it. Yeah, of course. Jada Kiss, definitely top five, dead or alive, and that's just off the one LP. Kiss. Who said that? What's his name? Josh. Yeah, did you do the Jada Kiss last when Jada Kiss laugh, laugh when you was growing up? Ha-ha. I still do. <laughs> Come on, y'all know I do impressions. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> can you do his voice also? Nah, his voice is too raspy. If I hear if I hear it, I can do it. Okay. But I yeah, I can yeah. do it if I hear it enough. Yeah, I can. I feel like I can do any impression if I hear it long enough. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, the Phillies number one. 
yep, the conference. Yeah. Not not in the conference, the the division. Yeah, the, I'm King, sorry. Division. King Drip just said hard to get worse QB play than Wentz. That's what, <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like if people just if you just look at it, like with the eye test, we we've made moves. We can go back and look at what these players did on previous mm-hmm. teams. You, you you look at some of the guys that we did draft. You know. Jalen Rager might be something special this year being able to play in the slot. He couldn't do it much with, you know, having Deshaun Jackson behind his back. Or even worse, I saw I saw something where the reason Fogum's numbers had dropped off is because he was in Alshon's spot. Yeah. And the way Once that – Yeah, like I said, like because Alshon – when Alshon finally got healthy, it took snaps away from Rager. Right, exactly. Not Rager, but Fulgham. And, and from, so from what I read, it sounds like Nick Sirianni isn't doing anything like that. He's playing with all like all competitiveness. Like If you're playing great, you're playing. It's not like no one has guaranteed spots. Yeah. So you might have a point with uh, Miles Sanders because if other guys are playing great, then, hey, Miles Sanders' numbers could drop in his touches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got to see what happens. I'm glad you guys have fun. You know, I'm glad you guys bonded. I know you didn't take a pick, but it's okay. You know, next time. So next, so Con- next sports Con event always needs proof. Yeah, she always needs proof. Next that's that's her thing. We need to go as a running back family. All three needs to go. Let's now it's been Chris and Mark. Philly's me game. and Chris. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm let's down. Do it. Let's game. go. Let's we'll, do it. We'll let's talk go. about it in the group let's chat. Let's go to the ball game. We can we can tailgate a little something something. Yeah, let's do it. And they, and those tickets be like a dub. Buy me some. I would definitely want some peanuts. Buy me some peanuts, not cracker jacks, popcorn. <laughs> you don't like popcorn? Uh, I, no, not cracker jacks. Popcorn. Oh, because it got the nuts. Yeah, I just don't want yeah, like nah, the that's caramel. Disgusting, yeah. yeah. Well, you don't I like don't caramel popcorn? No. You disgusting. Speaking of caramel popcorn, remember like when we was a young boy? I feel like I don't know that song. Y'all do. Of course. And there's one, they two, don't three, strikes Two, they play that during the seventh inning. We yeah. Really? Know. Oh my God! You're Wait, you never been to a Phillies game? Yeah, I have, but I don't oh. even remember that. No, I do it at the bottom of the seventh. Really? They do that at every ball game oh. at the bottom of the seventh. Like, like, like across every, the country? Yes. Yes, even like minor league games. Really? Yeah. All, all the Wait, crowd. how come they do it at the bottom of the seventh? It's like the home stretch. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Kind of gets the fans engaged again, especially if it's that a is so close fun. game or something like that. I should research where that song came from, like who made up that song and where it came from and why. Like you know, it's really don't like do that. You know what it probably meant, like all those old nursery rhymes. Yeah, that's true. But I just kind of want to know like where that song came from, because America. I mean, baseball is supposed to be America's pastime, right? Yeah. So you already, like I said, don't get caught down that hole. It's all True. About <laughs> but listen, the fact is just the fact. The we can't slavery. ignore the truth. The truth is the truth. I mean, of course, it's a skewed truth at times, but, you know, truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, just for a quick second, I mean, because we don't spend a lot of time on it, we can definitely jump back to the Eagles. We got a full hour. But how about the Phillies' hot streak? Have you guys been paying attention to that? Yeah. Yeah, I know we don't get really get into baseball that often, but right now the Philadelphia Phillies are on an eight-game win streak. They are currently first in the NL East at 59-53. and 53. They are two games above the Atlanta Braves. How do you guys feel about that? It just with the Phillies' success, is it pulling you in a bit? I mean, I've never been – let me keep it honest. I've never been a follower of baseball. Like, I'll go to a Phillies game. Mm. But I haven't really paid attention to them until since like they won the they won the championship round. 2008. Yeah. So um, I'm happy to hear that though, because I know people I know people who have been complaining for years and years. I mean, Eagles, the Phillies suck. You know, they're not doing yeah. well. Blah blah. So it's good to hear, especially because of the Bryce Harper thing. I know we paid a lot of money to get Bryce Harper. Yeah. So to hear that kind of like you know we're getting back on our investment, that's good to hear. One um, one thing I'll say real quick about Bryce Harper before I get into everything else. 
this town, no matter what, in my opinion, needs to respect the heck out of this man. The reason I say that is because this is one superstar who chose to come to Philly. Like, he left his team, chose to come to Philly. Everybody else we get via trade or we might draft. Like, no, this guy has the heart and determination and chose to come to Philadelphia. So if anybody ever slanders Bryce, that's, that should not be accepted. Mark ain't having it. Nah, it should not be accepted. When, like, imagine it, these free agents that we just said had in the NBA or in the NFL, like, I want to go to Philadelphia. Right. We don't get that. Now everyone's like, oh, my God, is it because the fans are bad? No one wants to come here. No, Bryce Harper decided to come to Philadelphia. So Bryce Harper is always good in my book, 100%. Sorry. Hey. I'm just keeping it a B. So what else about the Phillies? All right, so right now, like I said, they are uh, 59 and 53. They're first in the NL East. And they have been on a crazy hot tear. Like the, some of the guys who've been playing great for the Phillies is Gene Segura. He leads the team in batting average, which is actually eighth in the major leagues. That's a uh, 309. So he's been playing pretty good. He's, he's definitely been able to hit the ball into play. Reese Hoskins, he gets a lot of slack, though, especially because his plate vision isn't the best, and it's more of his consistency. But he's actually leading the team in homers and RBIs. He's got 24 homers, 68 RBIs. So they've been playing absolutely outstanding. The pitching, the Phillies have had problems and struggle with pitchings for as long as I can remember. I mean, it's just like now that it's it's just the, the pitching has always been down. That's always been a struggle. We've always had plenty of offense, but right now we got Zach Wheeler, who, who's been actually playing good. He leads the majors in strikeouts with 181. He's got 10 wins. All-star. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He he came out of nowhere, for real, for real. I mean, it just he just, he just took off. But, you know, as far as the guy who's supposed to be our ace, which at this point I think, think he needs to recognize he's probably a secondary guy the way that uh, <laughs> Zach Wheeler has been playing. But, yeah, Aaron Nola, even, he's been facing some COVID stuff, though. But, I mean, that's on him, especially, what, at one point only 50% of the clubhouse was vaccinated. So, I mean, that's a little bit on him. But right now he's paying – his uh, record is 7 for 6. So, I mean, the pitching – is definitely a, a big issue for the Phillies and has been for quite some time. And then, like I said, Bryce Harper, he's been on a tear. He's been getting a lot of comparisons to uh, Ryan Howard and his run right before the Phillies made their run in the World Series back in 08. So he's been putting the squad on his back, dealing with some injuries this season and everything. But here's the catch. Like, we're, we're, we're winding out the baseball season. Like, these guys play a ton of games, a ton of games. But here's their next five series because, for real, for real, I know people are excited but there's a chance that the Phillies, they might come back to Cause, life. Because people were saying that this, the rest of their schedule right now is like going to be the hardest, like a hard, really hard schedule for them. Yeah, so so all right, so so we got the next series versus the Dodgers. They're actually, they're 67 and 45. They're in a wild card spot. They're the reigning world champs. Yeah, exactly. So that, that, that ain't nothing to they're mess around with. They're playing them tonight. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I think it's set 7.05. Yeah, Aaron Nolan's on the mound. Uh, but he, but good thing he, he has a good winning percentage at home. So we'll see what happens. And then they got the Reds right after that. They're also in a wild card position. The Diamondbacks, they're, they're the worst in all of baseball right now. They're 35 and 78. So that should, you know, possibly be one that they should sweep just kind of like how they did the Mets. But they got the Padres, who are a, also in a wild card position. Mm -hmm. And then they got the Tampa Bay Rays. Who Jr. might be back by then. Uh, yo, yo, I'm honestly might have to go to that. That Padres game. I might have to. I might have well, to. Well, that's go. in San Diego, money bags. Yeah, I might have to do that. Oh. Oh. Okay. Excuse when me. When's the date? I don't know. I might have to find out because honestly, Tati's Jr. Yeah. Lord. 
Yeah. They call him El Nene. Okay. He's oh. definitely El Oh, Nene. you know, I remember you did this last time because yep. my mind went somewhere else. Okay. Yes. El Nene for sure. He yes. can be my El Nene anytime. And then uh, they the got same. they got their uh, one of their last series. It's against the Tampa Bay Rays, who currently lead the AL East. So these next five series are going to be pretty tough. So it, it yes, we'll it see what it comes down to. Yeah. yeah, someone said that to me today. Like, yeah, man, the Phillies got a hard schedule coming up. I don't know. Yeah, they do. It's like, like, yeah. It's, it's but you know tough. what? This yeah. kind of thing is going to be a, a testing ground. Like, all right, what are the Phillies really made of? Like, now that we're going to have hard teams, you know, teams that are going to challenge us more, can we capitalize on the momentum of us winning? Because, you know, once you start to win, you start to get that confidence. Like, yo, we can you win. Do. The, the problem with the Phillies is, th- is their inconsistency. Like, all season, like, they would, be, they would beat good teams and lose to bad teams. So that like, sounds like the Sixers. Yeah, so now it's like if and it's crazy because I haven't I don't have their record up, but their home record in a way record is just like just like the Sixers. Like they barely lose as much at home and like barely win on the road. But so like it must be like a Philly thing. Like we just kinda like are nonchalant when uh, it comes to I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna book all these guys in the you know, the same category and whatnot, but definitely it's it's gonna be a tough stretch for them. Um the one thing I always said, and I'm I'm a stick with it. Like you just never know in baseball. Like baseball is the main sport that produced so many different champions. Like every year in basketball, we have an idea who's going to beat. Like they're already saying Lakers and Nets are favorites. Like they don't even care that Milwaukee just won. Like you already know who's going to be, you know, a top tier team in the NFL. It's like you have an idea. Baseball, you just never know because like that momentum and hot streak is real. Yeah, right. Because it's, it's so not such about a long season. Yeah, because it's not about being, you know, the best team. Sometimes it's about being who's hot at the right time. Exactly. Right. Like your pitcher can just start going on all cylinders. Next thing you know, you, you can get in a groove like where Bryce Harper currently is, and you're just smoking everything out the field. Yeah, that's how the Giants won. I mean, Madison Bumgarner is not one of the best. Is isn't a really good regular season pitcher, but once he gets in the postseason, yeah. The the man looks like Sandy Koufax. Yeah, <laughs> like for real, lights out. Like, shoot, you can even um, we were talking about it last year a little bit about Clayton Kershaw yeah. about his struggles in the postseason. How yeah. many games are in a and I mean an MLB season? One hundred sixty-two. Yeah, it's That's a lot. So many games. But and it's crazy because pitchers, like starting pitchers, they only play every five days. So yeah. imagine just playing once a week. Yeah. Wow. And the wildest part is I feel like they should get more starts because none of these guys are going nine innings like Roy Halladay and Cliff Lee used to do. So, like, they're only playing to, like, the sixth inning now. Yeah, but you also you need to also understand the pitch <laughs> count. If you're only going six innings and you're going 100 pitches, that's a lot of that's a lot of. You weird. shouldn't be up to 100 pitches by the sixth inning. That's what I'm saying. Hey, listen, some, listen, it happens, man. It's baseball. Listen. That, I, I get it. That is a lot. But up to 100 pitches by the sixth inning, that's, that's a ton. I would not want to be a pitcher if I was a baseball player. Nah, they get money. I know, but still, like you only work once a week. I know, but still, it's such a wear on your arm. That is true, because a lot of those guys do got to get Tommy John surgery. Yeah, yeah, like you're throwing it so hard. A lot of velocity and torque on your body. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah you need to. Yeah, pitching is probably the hardest. It's the hardest job. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, the second problem, the hardest job in the infield is definitely catcher. Yeah, because you're on your knees. Like yeah, the whole game. No, you're, you're not, not on your knees. Game. You you doing the Megan Thee Stallion squat? You're not squat. on your knees. Gotta, you probably got a tight butt. Calm. You all right? You've been talking about cakes all day. Sorry, guys. That's okay. Just came to my mind. That's okay. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah. You know, squat position. Car- anyways. Carm about to be checking out these baseball players and that haven't heard Fernando baseball. Fernando Tati Jr. <laughs> I'm at the head of that game. Listen, listen, okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, she, def- she definitely probably got that text before the show started. I mean, she's been all smiles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all smiles, all jokes. <laughs> I know. 
good, I man. Oh, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good today. I'm going to see her little subliminal tweets. I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah I can't stand my. You know Mark sees it all. She got that birthday, didn't confirm. I'm still waiting for a good offer. Ooh. Wow. Y'all he- listen, y'all hear that? Members of Carms Club. Listen. All right, she's still waiting for a good offer. The B-Day, that's, that's big. First you off, her birthday is 13 days away, facts. less than two weeks. Y'all are Yo, slacking. Facts. If y'all ain't got her locked down the by now, facts. The B-Day, you got to cut them off. I mean, facts. Listen, the B-Day, that's big. Like, if you don't do nothing, you don't care about the B-Day, you don't do nothing for the B-Day, that means like, you're officially just off any kind of roster, any kind of chance. Mm. There's no, no way. She, listen. Birthdays are important to me. Ask my best friend. I get crazy about birthdays. So, yeah. Listen, any members of Carm roster, she's literally giving y'all free game, <laughs> free grain, uh, free game. Like y'all, funny. y'all can't mess this up, members of Carm's mm-hmm. roster. Okay. So, listen, y'all need to start lighting her phone up. You know, asking her what her birthday oh plans are Lord. and whatnot, yeah, man. and see if you can squeeze yourself in there. That's it. Hey. Oh man, dang it. What? <sighs> it's Star Wars night tomorrow at Citizens Bank <laughs> Park. So tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, man, I'm going to miss it. That was so random. <laughs> Chris is, like, excited it's for like, a second. Oh, oh man. Jeez. <laughs> Wait, so um, I was going to ask you a question about something about the Phillies. I was going to say something. Oh, not the Phillies. So I was online, and I saw uh, a post about apparently one of the greatest pitchers that ever lived. Um, he's a black guy. He pitched for, his name is, uh, he's, like, 58 years old, and he was visiting in Atlanta or something, and they asked him to come pitch. And he, like, apparently he played for the Negro Leagues. And obviously they were talking about how in the Negro Leagues there's not really a lot of footage or documentation about, like, who the great players were. You know, it's not, yeah. Probably the best thing they've ever seen. Right. So I forget his name. I think we ain't go to S. Satchel Page. Satchel Page. Yep, Uh exactly. And they were saying how he's probably, like, the best pitcher ever. And, like, no one really knows, like, who he is. But I've heard. You don't hear a lot about him, though. But I've definitely heard of that name. Mm-hmm. Yes. I heard it too. You heard it? Yes. Yeah, so I was just, I, honestly, the one thing I would say about baseball, even though it's never been a sport I've really watched like that, I've always kind of liked the 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 kind of the narrative, uh, not necessarily the narrative, but like the, the legends of baseball. Like mm-hmm. when you hear about like the legendary baseball players, like the Babe Ruth and like the stories and like, yeah, like Hank Aaron and like Barry Bonds. Lou Gehrig and you know what I mean? Barry like, Bonds, you yeah. know, Jason Giambi. <laughs> Or like not even, but like you know, the guys from back in the day, like Jose Canseco, or like Joe DiMaggio, you know, and like people like that. Like when you hear about like how Joe DiMaggio is married to Marilyn Monroe, and like Babe Ruth, and like him playing on the street with kids, and yeah, like but Marilyn Monroe, you know how that went down. No, I know. It, no, he, apparently he was like a sicko, crazy person with her. But anyways, she hit um, the jackpot. Nah, but apparently he was like nutty about her. But anyways. Um, my point is, I just like kind of like even when you hear about like TV shows, like even like with the Sandlot, or like say you watch hey, that episode yeah, with Hey Arnold. Off, Sandlot's a classic. No, of course, but like you know, like Hey Arnold, that episode where he like you know when he like you know Made what I'm the talking baseball about? feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just kind of like the feeling you get when you people talk about baseball. It makes you feel like you know, like it brings you back, or even like Field of Dreams. You know, like just mm-hmm. even that movie. It's just like baseball to me. Even though I've never really been a fan of modern day baseball. I've always been a fan of hearing about. Like the legend of baseball and like how you know from old to new kind of vibe. A league of their own. League of th- one of the best movies ever, League of Their Own. Like come on. Like League of Their Own is all time. It's honestly one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. So it's like I definitely enjoy baseball, like in, in that mm-hmm. in that matter. Just yeah. to say that. Well yeah. that's why we're gonna do a running back baseball game and have fun. We're gonna tell Like hey Arnold, we could like make we can like fix the fix the lotto in the back. Let's fix the lot up and you know I mean I'm sure we'll be able to find a game out there I mean I already got my stuff so y'all need to get y'all can we, we be the catcher can we do kickball instead no we're talking about baseball Christopher uh, 
What do you want to? What do you want to play? Mark basketball will be the next? Pi- Mark, Mark will be the pitcher. Chris nah. can be the catcher. Hey, hey, hey. Huh? Don't say that unless you unless you're serious. I'll like, be the basketball. Yeah. Oh my God! Stop it. I'll be the shortstop. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm gonna be the hitter. So, why, so uh, actually, sure, why why are you shortstop? Because I heard shortstop like does a little bit of everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Moving and stuff. Oh, I don't think I would like that. I'll be hitter in first base. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. they don't do first I'm base. I'm like, man, you're just lazy. Exactly. You want to be the catcher, Chris? I can see Chris being the catcher. Like, I can see that. I don't got the knees for it, man. <laughs> I don't know, Chris. Yeah. I don't know. Some yeah. girls, will, some girls will say that differently, Chris. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't know, goes. Chris. Here she goes. <laughs> so, Chris, what's your favorite kind of cupcakes? <laughs> yeah, Chris. What is your favorite flavor of cupcakes? I feel like I know. You tell tell everybody here the Runner Back family. Listen, you want to know what's my favorite? Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that we have another edition of Carm's Corner coming up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite? Yeah. We're at the top of the hour. Once again, you're listening to (laughs) 98.5 WJYN, Running Back Sports Show. And now, we're at the top of the hour. Uh oh. Uh, The the long awaited, highly anticipated on vacation last week, but it's back this week. We got Carm's Corner, and there's only one place you can find that, and that's on WJYN 98.5 Uptown Radio. Run it back, sports. Chris, please do the honors and put on the finest J-Lo. Mm-hmm. You know okay. which one you ain't done? He, he ain't done My Love Don't Cost a Thing. My love your pack. He hasn't done that. What's my shit, though? Ooh, sorry, yeah. Chris. Sorry, Chris. Oh this my is my gosh. ish as well. My ish as well. Jesus. My blank as well. See? Sorry, guys. Yeah, that was so good. Give her a heads up next time so she don't get so excited. All right, y'all. We're here. Carm's Corner back again. Last week, I was on a little hiatus at the hand of some business. But now I'm back to business. Back on my Carm's Corner. For all the viewers out there, Carm's Corner is a time where I talk about, you know, different things that I think people who are doing good things in the world, people who are achieving, anything I find interesting. Usually I talk about women in sports because I feel like women in sports don't get the credit that they necessarily deserve all the time or the coverage. So for me, I decided for this week of Carm's Corner, I'm talking about giving some final uh, input on some Olympics because the Olympics are now coming to a close and they're over now. And uh, I want to talk about some first in the Olympics and also just some women I want to highlight. So, off the, off the marker first is Ashley Johnson. She's US women's, a U.S. women's water polo player. She's the goalkeeper for U.S. women's water polo. She played at Princeton. She's the first black woman to make, US, to make the U.S. Olympic women's water polo team. Okay. Um, next, Asia Wilson. She, this is her first Olympics. Y'all know Asia Wilson. She is a power forward for the Las Vegas Aces, okay? This is her first Olympic game ever. She actually played in the championship game for the gold on her 25th birthday. So she turned 25, played against Japan for the gold. The U.S. won the gold. Um, U.S. 86, Japan 69. Um, she had her second straight double-double with 20 points, 10 rebounds. She's a South, she went to South Carolina, um, University of South Carolina, where Dawn Staley um, coaches. Um, so with that, just to point out some of the ladies, the USA women's basketball, they are honestly on a, they, they're a crazy dynasty, if you really want to think about it. This is their 51st consecutive win for women's USA-based basketball. So they literally have been on a tear the past decade and some change. And Brittany Griner in a 30-piece also. Yeah, and Brittany Griner went crazy. But here's the thing, though, they played Japan. So not to stereotype, but the Japanese women weren't that tall. Their tallest person was like 5'9". And Brittany Griner obviously top, like towered over the whole team. 
So she kind of got whatever she wanted, however she wanted. Not that she's not skilled because she really is very skilled. But Brittany Griner had like a major, major height advantage over that whole entire team. Like no one, no one could touch. Like nobody could stop Brittany Griner. Not one person on that team. So that's just that. Hold on, real quick, because it's like not the stereotype. That's like saying no offense. If you had just led with it, it I mean, listen, they were short. The ladies were short, but they honestly, here's the thing. When they talked about the game, they talked about speed versus size. So the U.S. had like, obviously had, they had the skills too and the size because all of them are, you know, probably oversized for, for like a regular woman. <laughs> but the Japanese had the speed. Like they're very fast. They shot three, the three ball well, high percentage of the three ball. So it was kind of like that. And honestly, the Japanese women gave them a run for their money. It wasn't just a complete ball. And the second half, it kind of came like that. But the first half, the Japanese were kind of sticking with the U.S. So definitely give the pat- shout out to the Japanese women and their coach actually is a Penn Stater. So shout out to him. Okay? He played in the NBA for like a se- for like a season and then he went overseas and played and then I was a coach of Japan. So that's that with him. So with that being said, USA women's basketball won the gold, Japan won the silver and France won the bronze, okay? Moving on. Now we're going to talk about Simone Manuel. Interesting story about her. So y'all probably heard of her. She's a swimmer. Um, she was the first black female swimmer to win Olympic gold medal for um, the 100-meter freestyle at the 2016 Rio Olympics. So she was the first in, in the Rio Olympics. Now, um, she actually had to stop training for this Olympics because she was diagnosed with overtraining. That's the thing. So if you're if you overtrain, that can affect you in a lot of different ways. She had like an accelerated heart rate, like all the different stuff that was going on with her. So she kind of had to stop training because she was overtraining. So... Um, in this Olympics, she has a story behind this. So she didn't qualify for the 100 meter freestyle. Um, even she didn't qualify for that, which was like crazy to everybody because she's the person with the record. She holds the record for the 100 meter freestyle mm-hmm. and she holds the gold in the Rio Olympics. So she's kind of like the reigning champ. So you say in the Olympics, but she didn't qualify for that. She didn't make the eight woman final. So she tried for the 50 meter freestyle qualified and then she finished sixth in the semifinal. So she didn't make the final for the 50 meter either, but 50 meter either, but what I like about her story was she didn't give up. She actually swam and the anchor um, for the the four times 100 meter freestyle relay. So the U.S. ladies won bronze in that, and she was the anchor. So even though she didn't medal or obviously even swim in her uh, her what is that her uh, I'm gonna lose my train of thought her um, her specific you know facet that she usually does she didn't she wasn't able to compete in those but she still was able to compete and still get a bronze Mm -hmm. so that was a positive and i really like that story because it showed that just because you don't get it the way you thought you were going to get it she still got a bronze medal which says a lot because obviously you're competing against the whole entire world and you got a bronze so that's not bad Mm -hmm. so that's simone moving on another thing real quick just to say the uh, apparently i don't know how true these reports are but a part of the reason why she took that mental hiatus for a moment is because she had a sudden loss in the family yeah so like all these people who are like dogging her out saying that she's selfish type person etc etc you just you just never know what's going on in people's lives yeah and just like with the whole mental health thing you know there's these ladies are humans too like you can't agreed Mm -hmm. they're not robots yeah. So my last person I want to talk about is someone that's gonna be. It's kind of shout out to the our Philly people. So Vashti Cunningham, she's the daughter of Eagles former quarterback Randall Cunningham. Mm. She competed as a teen in 2016 Rio Olympics. She's the youngest track and field athlete from the U.S. to qualify for the games since 1980. So 
cool. She's um, a high jumper. She, she's part of the track and field um, in the Olympics. So in 2021, she finished sixth in the Olympic game, in the Olympic women's high jump, clearing 1.96 meters. She didn't get a medal this Olympics, but she upped her personal best to 2.02 meters, one of only 33 women in history to jump that high. And she's a, she had the second best mark in the world in 2021. So she her jump her her she beat her her personal best and she she was the second best in her um I like why I can't get this word for what I'm trying to say you know what I'm trying to say right because you're just in so her bracket yeah yeah in her uh yeah whatever you you're know what I'm trying so to say jubilant today. I am That's I am I'm like just like losing just, my mind I'm yeah, losing my mind today literally. guys sorry about that but yeah so she's second best in the world in her mm-hmm. her field exactly so. That's her. That's and a shout out to That's why I'm here. <laughs> That's exactly why you're here. And shout out to her because obviously Randall Cunningham, Eagles great, you know, well beloved in the city. So shout out to her. And then last but not least, I want to talk about the person who won the only gold medal for Puerto Rico. Oh. Jasmine Camacho Quinn. Shout out to her. She won the gold medal in the hundred meter hurdle. Okay. Now the really crazy, not crazy, but a fun fact about her, she's from South Carolina. She was born in South Carolina. She wasn't born in Puerto Rico. She's half black. Her dad's black. Her mom is Puerto Rican, born from Puerto Rico. And she represents, I think, a lot of Puerto Ricans in terms of, you know, being kind of a mixed race. Um, and she doesn't really speak Spanish. But she still felt like she wanted to represent Puerto Rico in the games and not play for the U.S., even though she could have obviously played for the U.S. She decided to represent Puerto Rico because it was her mom's heritage, her heritage and her mother's heritage, and she wanted to honor that. And I think she recently, not recently, but in the past couple of years, she just kind of started getting closer to the Puerto Rican side. So she really just, like, you know, wanted to pay homage. And Puerto Rico was so proud of her mm-hmm. because it's our only gold medal in the entire Olympics. And obviously Puerto Rico is a very small country. So, um Shout out to her. It definitely being a representative of what kind of like being a Puerto Rican American means to a lot of people. You know, you might not look like what people traditionally might think is a Puerto Rican, but you are just as much as Puerto Rican as anybody else. So definitely give her her credit for winning that gold. And then honestly, last but not least for Carm's Corner, shout out to Allison Felix, man, be having 11 Olympic medals. She is the most decorated American track and field athlete in history of the Olympic Games. Okay, and she's 35 years old and a mother. All right. She's the most decorated in the entire Olympic history in her field. So Mm -hmm. shout out to Allison Felix and shout out to all the ladies who competed in the Olympics this year, especially my minority ladies. All the ladies that I just spoke about are all minorities. They're all either like black or some other descent. So definitely, you know, give them their kudos. Um, Women in sports, excelling, you know, being a good example, obviously for our country, but for the world. So shout out to the ladies in the Olympics. Yep. Sorry I was kind of just off my, my, my vocab today, but I'm just giddy for you, some reason. But did. that's but that's Carm's Corner. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of Carm's Corner. Once again, there's only one place to find Carm's Corner. That's Tuesdays here, 5 to 7 p.m. WJYN 98.5 Run It Back Radio. Yeah. Catch yeah. you next week. Next Hashtag week? Black Girl Magic. Hashtag Hispanic Native American Girl Magic. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice little twisty twist to that, John. What we got next? All right. Oh, oh, I know what we got next. Yep, Josh Allen's contract extension. Yeah, he got paid, bro. Yeah, big paid, and you know what? He deserves it. He definitely deserves it. He's probably who was in this class again? It was Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, uh, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and Josh Josh Rosen. Yeah, he's probably overall the best out of the, that that class. So, 
He deserved to get that money that he got. Well, it depends on how you feel about Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar Jackson, but that's why I say overall, and I kind of hesitated on it a bit because, I mean, Josh Allen runs too. I'm not – he don't Lamar Jackson run, but Lamar Jackson on Josh Allen throw. So, yeah, now nah, he might be overall the best quarterback in that draft class, so he definitely deserves the uh, money that he got his aid. Yep. He signed a six-year extension. With two for two hundred fifty eight million, a hundred fifty oh million God. of that is guaranteed. Uh, wow, that's crazy. That contract is. It sounds like a baseball contract, right? Yeah. H- how many years? That's six? like Steph Curry level. That's like Steph Curry level. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, how much is guaranteed? One hundred fifty mil. Jesus. I mean, if we're talking about contracts, look at Luka Doncic's contract. He got the highest contract for a rookie um, extension. Ever. Yeah, that's insane. So both of them brothers got like ever. Paid. Like Luca's the fr- like ever paid. I wonder oh how Trey Young feels about this. Like, yo, I won two playoff series. Where's my money? I'm I'm Trey sure he's okay. What do you get? Two oh five or something? Or two oh one something or I think it was one who cares? It's triple digits. He's okay. He's fine. I don't know. I feel some type of way. It, <laughs> I don't he, He's set for life. I, I would not feel no type of way. Now you're just being greedy. You don't want to mess around and be like Dennis Schroeder. You see what happened to him? Well, yeah. well Trey Young ain't drug Dennis Schroeder, so. But no, I'm, t- I'm just trying to give an example about being greedy. Dennis Schroeder asked the Lakers to give him $100 million. They offered him 84 Dennis Schroeder said no. He got an offer from the Boston Celtics for $5.9 million. Sick. Don't be greedy out here. So That's all so I'm saying. Noel. Basically, but now Nerlens Noel is Shooter is sick. Right. Shooter is sick. They really had $84 million up for this man. Now Boston said 5.9. His stock went yeah, down. Not, yeah, not to mention he out of L.A. <laughs> exactly. So with that being said, don't be greedy. Yeah, know you know no, your way, know your lane. No, right. but also, also in the end, you are what you negotiate. If you feel like you're worth this amount of money, you can negotiate how much you're worth. All right, Lonzo bought it. Now remember that when we talk about the bias. All right, remember that. Hey, listen, here's the thing. If listen, if if the listen, if any organization was to pay a hundred million dollars for over the next five years, are you gonna say no? Like, no, I'm not worth that. Right. I'll take a pay cut. No, who in the heck of the right mind would take a pay cut? Unless they're old and just trying to win after they've made their millions. I get it. Maybe that's what Bradley Bill is gonna wait to do, because it ain't happening in Washington. I don't know what he's doing. The fact that he said that he still wanted to stay with Washington after Westbrook got traded is beyond me. So him, Kuzma, and Stenwitty, I was about to say Stenwitty, I don't know why. Him, Kuzma, and Denwitty are going to go insane. Stenwitty! Yeah, I don't know. I mean, with Brad, I don't know. I don't know what his, his maybe he's just like so, he just really feels for the team and for the city. He's like, listen, I'm just comfortable here. I'm good. He just and he knows it's his team, and maybe he just has comfort in that. Like, listen, it's maybe, my team. listen, got maybe guys like him. He feels like I'm a big fish in a small pond, and if I go somewhere else, I'm gonna be lesser than that. So nah, I not after that. Pre- that uh, what's it called? That one video when I seen him talking to young basketball players. Nah, not after that. He he looked like he ran so right other, off so anybody's head. I'm about to say that. So what other reason is he staying in Washington? Because the dang sure ain't for the organization putting talent around him. Um, I don't know. He has um, I don't know triple digit reasons why he would stay in Washington. That's oh, a lot well, of money. Okay, <laughs> okay then. Then let. Okay then. Then we should stop complaining about. Well, he needs to get out of there. He's content there. Oh no, I ain't complaining. That's why I said maybe later down the lines, after he's made all his money, he would you know. 
go to a team where he's older and try and grab a ring. Shooter's sick. I just can't get over Shooter. Like, wow. Ain't that, ain't that crazy? Dang. Ain't like, you went wild? down, like, 67, 70 million you went down. Bitch. Pretty much. Like, you literally turned away 84. Now you only got five? He ain't even get it. It was offered. Like, that's insane. <laughs> like, honestly. And that's the only team that's offering him anything. The right only. Because it's not because he played like crap. He didn't. I don't think he played like crap. He I, did. You know what it is, too? And a lot of people He went don't. scoreless in a, in a half. Like, you can't. that can't happen. You don't put that pressure on on Shrew. But it doesn't matter. At the same time, but for <laughs> him to ask him the money he was asking for, you can't go scoreless in a quarter. Especially on the LeBron team that has high expectations. Listen, if you're on the LeBron team, you got to play with the All the eyes are on you, man. just like with Kuzma. Like, well, Kuzma play, Kuzma's play was kind of pinpointed more because he's on a LeBron team. And well, like, produce, that's true, what are you but doing? to play devil's advocate, when, you, when you're on a LeBron James team, you have to sacrifice your style of play, and you got to play Le- LeBron James style of play. How come that's never talked about? But Schroeder played better. It's like, oh, no, you got to play to how LeBron plays. Like, how come that's never talked about how much people's game is sacrificed by playing with LeBron with Schreuder, and being though, plugged in as a role? Okay, so no. what part of Schroeder's game did, was, did he sacrifice? Yeah, he, they in wanted him to be him. He wasn't mainly the primary ball handler. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. When he was on the floor, he was. No one's ever the primary ball handler. No, no. When he was on the floor, he usually took the ball up. When he was on the floor, who else was on the floor? When If LeBron was in, I, I watched playing LeBron's Lakers. always the primary ball handler on that's every team true. he's ever that's played for. Yes. That's not true. Yes. Not for the Lakers. Not for that. That not that for that spiel. That wasn't definitely for the Lakers. That's why he changed his position to point guard. They actually started putting him as PG in the box score. I think that Shooter was asked to play the role that he's supposed to play, but he didn't produce when he was supposed to. It's just unfortunate. I'm just saying people people always get criticized for like playing a certain way with LeBron, but I don't think people also realize like how much a person's actual game, like they play their style is hit when you play with a guy like LeBron. You can even you can look at how many people numbers who have sacrificed during these championship years that he's been on. Like granted, like I get it, like this is the best player maybe you do defer to him, but you can use Chris Bosch and Kevin Love as prime examples. Those guys were both 26 and 14 type guys. Then they go to LeBron and maybe they're 18 and 9. Yeah. That like people don't don't think about how others how others actually sacrifice so much for the betterment of LeBron James. I mean... And that's not talked about nearly enough. But at the same time, LeBron is the kind of player that he's not just gun-gun LeBron. LeBron is going to get people involved and get everybody involved. So LeBron yeah, is about the team. Yeah, in the corner. Right. Well, no, no, that's not true. LeBron, LeBron, like he says, he passes first. Like, LeBron obviously will go get his, but LeBron is not like a player, let's say, like a... Somebody who just like... like a, I'm sorry, like a Harden, you know? Okay. Harden is always going to go for his first. Like, yeah, in the Nets, he's become more pass-friendly. But Harden's in the past... Harden's always, like, top five in assists, by the way. No, that's fine. But don't, he usually don't always goes for his own shot. I'm about to say, like, normally I'm with you, but Harden's, like, top five in assists every year. That's what I'm saying. That's fine. But, I mean, when I watch him play, he's always going out for himself. Well, he's also top five in scoring every year, too. So that's just that's, that's just fine. a great guy that's fine. to have, you know, when you have opportunities I mean, to get players I mean, like that's him. just, like, kind of, like, the same similar system, like, like Harden runs is kind of similar to what Giannis runs. Everything goes through him. Yeah, that's it. So in a way, like so him, leading the, him leading the league in scoring and also being top five in assists, okay. it correlates because everything goes through him. Wait, right. so okay, here's my thing. So you're saying that because players they play around these plays, say LeBron, like a Giannis, like a Harden, you know, they have to adjust the way they play because of these players, right? Exactly. Okay. So or or in LeBron, some cases, yes, Giannis, not really. Yes, but also in some cases. That there's that added pressure 
of playing with LeBron. Hence the reason why you're coming at Dennis Schroeder. Hence the reason why I fans just, hated uh, Kuzma so much. I know, and no, no, Kuzma no, no. actually no. hoops. Danny no. Green got death threats after missing that three pointer in the NBA because finals. of the pressure that was playing with LeBron. That, I mean, that was in the final. Like that was wide open in the finals. But like regardless, that of who's still doesn't. Green don't make straight ahead threes. He make corner threes. It doesn't matter. Regardless of whatever, that's that a still wide doesn't open qualify for death threats. And, and that and that is because of the aura of LeBron James. No, so the LeBron James fact is real. Well, all I'm saying is I don't believe that. Schroeder completely changed his game just because he played with LeBron. Like, I think he still was asked to do what he usually does that he did on OKC. He was asked to do that there. That's why they got him because they needed that. They wanted someone to come in and be like a Rondo type. That's why they got him. So I don't think that he completely changed his game for LeBron. I think they wanted him to do what he does, but he just but did it, not produce when it, when people were looking. When I mean, the eyes that's, were also, on him. that's also true, but like also how much of that also goes to coaching as well? Uh, yeah, because I, look I at my, Montrose Hale was sixth man of the year to the point where he was not on the floor at all during that playoff series against all. Phoenix. Yeah. So that is also coaching, but you got to think LeBron James has such a strong voice within that organization or any organization he's in. That's why they literally call him Le GM because he gets whoever. Who calls him Le GM? I never heard that. Oh, it's everywhere. That, huh. You don't see that? Well, you don't be on Twitter enough. Yeah, but even Twitter. if you scroll in comments, but you know, call him Le GM. I, I'm in Shooter. I'm in plenty of Facebook. If Shooter yeah, would have did what he was supposed to do, then I, I don't think he would have been in this position. That's that's what I'm also saying. Yeah. But like, if you look at it like this, right? If your game is to be primarily on the ball, and then you're not on the ball, your game is going to it's going to suffer. That's why people are already like up in arms. Like, oh my God, what's LeBron and Westbrook going to do? Because Westbrook is a ball dominant player. So people are already. It's in some cases, if you if you take away the you know if you're looking at the team on paper, if you take that away, and you think about how the players play. People are like, mm, I don't know how this is going to work. They both need the ball. That's one of the first things that they ever. Well, I mean, they just introduced after. rest today at the press conference. The Lakers did. He's so very happy. He, he got number zero back. Well, yeah, he's home. He's ecstatic. He's back in L.A., man. I, I think he's going to be. I La La Land. They're going. They, like I said, they're going to steam through the uh, the regular season. Huh. You know how I many nights LeBron gets off now? Westbrook just go ahead. Like he, like LeBron's going to coast. Even if Westbrook averages 18, 9, and 9, that's still so much help. Honestly, it's really crazy when you think about how many trades and things that have happened or in this offseason. I feel like I've never seen so much change. Like, next year, every rush is going to be, like, different, looking different. Yeah, Besides Charles Barkley going to struggle right yeah. who he played for. Yeah, because right now the only players that were from last year's roster going into this season for the Lakers is Anthony Davis and Taylor Horton Tucker. Yeah. Everybody else is gone. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, and Marcus all. Yeah. Wait, where did Markeith Marcus go? Morris. Markeith Morris. He's still on the team? He's nah, still on the team? He's, he's not. One of them signed with the Knicks. Yeah. The Knicks? Yeah, I think. It must have been Marcus then because I thought Markeith said run it back or something. Nah. He posted his ring on Instagram and he was I, like. I know one of them signed somewhere else. I don't. Miami Heat. That's Who's what on I the thought. Markeith. Markeith. That's what I thought, yeah. Markeith. So where's Marcus? He's probably with the Clippers still. Yeah, he's still with the Clippers. That's, uh, he's definitely still with the Clippers. Nobody else moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's with the Clippers? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Carm brought up something interesting, and I thought it was an excellent segue. She talked about, you know, a lot of rosters are going to be looking completely different except for the Sixers. How y'all feel about your boy Kirk Miles getting paid? Getting Corky! big money. The Turk, the sw- uh, Serbish? Turkish? Turkish. The Turkish oh. dunk champ, man. Oh, okay. The Turkish Luka Doncic. 
So yeah, Coke Boss was smiling from ear to ear when he signed that contract. He's like, I don't deserve this, but I'm going to sign anyways. So, Carmen, Listen, you hear what Daryl Marley said. He says he's a real good three-point shooter, and he's made some improvements on a defensive end as well. Good. <laughs> he, he should. I mean, he should. Mark was like, Carm, let me, let me ask you this, because you, cause you weren't here last week. My question for you, how do you feel as a Philadelphia 76ers fan knowing that we didn't really sign anyone? Uh, you see a lot of people going to L.A. You see everybody going to the Heat. You see people going to Brooklyn, and the Sixers said Cork Maz and Danny Green <laughs> for the most part. I feel hey, we got I oh, Andre Drummond. And that guy from the Utah Jazz. Niang. 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 Yeah. Niang. That's oh, yeah, it. Niang. How does that make you feel, Carm? I feel disappointed. I feel like we're missing more. Op- we're missing another opportunity again. Like, I feel like last season was our prime opportunity to make something happen. We didn't. And now I feel like we're kind of just falling behind again in terms of the league and where we're going, like, where the league's going. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it that we have this big juggernaut of, like, what's going to happen with Ben, this question mark of the Ben thing. That's kind of what's holding us back because I know we've been trying to make possible trades to get people for Ben. And it's just been, like, deny, deny, deny. So I think the problem, honestly, I think if it wasn't for the Ben situation, we probably would have done more. But with the Ben situation just has us, like, our hands are tied. It's like, what are we going to do about this? And it's so, and honestly, it's honestly kind of making me stressed out. Not stressed, but I really feel like a way about it. Because it's just like, what is going to happen? Like, if he doesn't play, he refuses to play, that's going to be a bad look. That's going to be a horrible look. Guys, just R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Aaron Rodgers, 2016. It's, we were in a number one seed for a reason. Joel Embiid's still here. Tobias Harris still here. We still have our shooters. Matisse Dibble has definitely been making strides. You've seen him at a three ball. You've seen him cutting. The guy took home the bronze on the team Australia. You've seen in the summer league uh, just yesterday, Isaiah Joe, Matisse, Th- uh, not as uh, Tyrese Maxey, they're hooping right now. We won't get into that, too. Yeah. And listen, and once again, we get our yearly Ben Simmons working the three-point shotter with Rajon Rondo, which I'm still a little upset because, like, why isn't he working on his free throws? That should be, to me, the one thing that he should be working. But here's the thing. <laughs> just, just listen. I'll, 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 I'll let you get into this because I know you still feel some type of way about yes. everything else, about especially with Ben Simmons still being on the team. Well, I'm not – I don't feel a way. He's oh. got to go. But here's my thing. People, please don't fall for the gag again. We've been seeing it for four I'm not. summers no, in a row. I'm not. To please me, don't. Ben Simmons will be gone by a training camp. And here's another thing, right? I could Tell see, me. like, if you're with Rondo and you're, like, looking at an iPad and, like, Rondo's, like, pointing, like, breaking down defenses and how to operate, you know, uh, offense efficiently, but he's pulling jump shots with Rondo? Like, run, like Rondo? Like, <laughs> there's so many guys that he can work with. His ju- right. He has J.J. Reddick's number. He can call J.J. Reddick. Hey, reach out to Ray Allen. He's I one mean, all-time great. Kyle Corver, a Sixers legend, and you're I mean, taking I'm jump shots I'm with Ray John Rondo. i Tyrese Maxey, him and Ben Simmons still talking on a very frequent basis. Well, he needs to talk to Maxey, too, because we saw him in the Maxie game. Maxey and Ben? Wait, Maxey and Ben talk? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. That's somebody from the Sixers camp. Yeah, so here's the thing. Ben Simmons, like, here's the thing. The whole shooting thing, like, yeah, listen, it's the whole banana and tailpipe thing. The problem's not a shot. The form looks fine. We've seen it in game. The form is fine. It's him pulling up during the games. 
to me, Ben Simmons is not going to be around training camp. I still think Darren Moore is still trying to pull some type of Hail Mary to get Damian Lillard here. Yeah. They're, they're literally praying he just gives any hint of uncertainty. But here's my thing about Dame. We've seen this for so long. He's been so loyal to that organization. And it's crazy people bash him for doing such a thing. But I wouldn't be shocked if Dame sits down with Chauncey and, and is like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Next thing you know, Dame's like, oh, I'm staying. What do we do now? Are you okay with Ben Simmons coming back to the team? Or is it still he has to go? Because I would not be shocked if it's Dame was like, I'll give you a chance. It's not my call. But if Darren Morley. As the Sixers fan, I, I don't want the analyst Chris right now. I want the Sixers fan Chris right now. As a Sixers fan, you tell me, are you okay with Ben Simmons returning back to this team if Dame Lillard decides to continue to stay in Portland? Oh, you getting the next. He, I'm fine with it, but he can't be the starting point guard. Okay, so he's got to so he's got to move to the four, and we sign Schroeder at the point. No, Maxi starts. Oh, you're right. Yo, maybe we should hit up Isaiah Thomas. He just dropped 81 in that game. No, Isaiah Thomas is back with Boston. He is. Oh, that, yeah. it's confirmed already. Yeah. Wait, okay. what? After how they did him? Yeah. Just because Danny Ainge is gone. I mean, Brad Stevens literally did him dirty. The entire what? Brad Stevens' entire offseason as GM is pretty much just running it back with old Boston Celtic players. Yeah, it they is. They got Horford. Horford. Back. Yeah. They got Horford back. They got Isaiah Thomas Yeah, back. they did. They need to see what no, James Posey and Rondo did. No, they did him dirty. He put that city on his back. Like he's, and then he just traded him for Kyrie. Oh, it's that like, sounds like a terrible deal. No, it's not a terrible <laughs> deal, but it's just in terms of the loyalty of what Isaiah did. Like, he there went through so there much. There is no loyalty when it I comes understand to understand But all I'm saying is from his perspective, from him wanting to re-sign with them, I guess to him it's like, you know, at this point, just I need to get signed. But he went through all his stuff with his sister getting killed and all the stuff he went through, like, you know, through him being a Celtic. And then, like, he literally got them to the, through the playoffs. You know, he took them far. And then you just... Sign Kyrie over me just because we didn't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals or whatever? I mean, I mean they did. They went to the NBA Finals. Oh, so right, 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 Okay, I'm sorry. All right, but here's the thing. The reason why they didn't do that is because when the offseason hit, Isaiah Thomas won $100 million. They opted to get Kyrie's contract instead of paying Isaiah Thomas. And we all saw it. As soon as Isaiah Thomas left Boston, he broke down. Yes. And that was... Danny Angel's way of like, listen, even with the Kyrie Irving drama, I didn't put $100 million into a five foot nine point guard that is a defensive liability and broke down immediately after he left. Yes, he has had nothing but a journey since he's left that team. He hasn't even, he hasn't been That's IT fine. in so long. Oh. There was a minute when people were confused, like, who did this first? <laughs> That's Dame. All I'm, all I'm saying Dame is, time. All I'm talking about from Isaiah's perspective. I'm not talking about from y'all, the league. I'm saying, like, from Oh, him. yeah, well, I get that, like, from, I'm saying, like, I was surprised at him. Like, from the kind of character he seems to have and, like, the kind of stuff that he talks about, I'm just surprised that he, with his pride and with him being hurt, will go back. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that whatever. That, that's fine. I get all that. That's all I'm saying. That was, that was my point. Y'all just took my point and went left. Okay. Okay. Well, excuse me. All right, so, so now, Carm, I want your response. If Dame Lillard decides to stay in Portland, are you okay with Ben Simmons returning? Yeah, I know I'm a Ben Simmons supporter. So, yeah, I'm okay with it because it is what it is. It is what it is. Are you a Ben Simmons supporter or a Sixers supporter? I'm a ben, I, I, of course, support the Sixers first, but I am a Ben Simmons supporter. You know that, and I've said that. So I, I think that Ben still has something to give. It's just his mental and his ego. 
So I mean, it is what it is. If Ben Simmons is on the team, it, it intertwines with both. So yeah, no, I, I, it's just not really. In my mind, it's just it, it really it's, doesn't. If you can't change it. It's just, it's just if he's on the team, he's on the team. We had to make it work. But at the same time, Joel, Doc, and everybody else didn't make it better. They didn't make it better with this all this nonsense. All of it is just petty. Like, yes, he didn't do what he's supposed to do. He is to blame for not doing what he's supposed to do. But obviously, there's other things to blame all right, here. I've been, listen, I've been seeing this. Uh, listen, if you feel disrespected, I understand you should feel some type of way. But for me, if I'm Joel Embiid, I have one good knee, and I'm averaging 33 and 15. That's fine, Chris. But as a le- if you're, here's the thing. He's the star on the team. He's supposed to be – who is the leader? That, here's the problem. We don't have, a, like, a designated leader, and we need it. You need a leader on a team, an emotional leader on a team. Okay, that, all I'm saying is that that's Joel, uh, Joel and B has been defending Ben for the f- okay, uh, so throughout this entire so time. He, he has still so now all of a sudden. To the end. He should have defended him to the end because at the, same, at the end of the day, he's still on the roster, and Doc's talking about, oh, I don't know who my um, starting point is. He's on the roster. You just got an extension. Who do you mean? What do you mean? So it's like I get it. He's not wrong in feeling how he felt, but keep that in private. Curse him out and slap him in private. You had no right going out there, doing un. Like, that yo, won't be private. What, do you, what are you talking private. about? I mean, what it, happened? It, it, but you know cursing what him out and slapping him in private. That's okay, not going to. Okay, you're 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 just trying to like stretch what I'm saying. I'm saying that the the gist of what I'm saying is if you're going to criticize him, criticize him to his face in private. Don't criticize him in front of the entire media. Who, as we all spoke about, the media takes things like you talk about with Jalen Hurts. They take things, they spin it around, and they make it bigger than it is. So maybe he was just emotional after that game. He has every right to be emotional because he did was playing on one bad knee. But that don't give him a right to say. Like, you should have just I'm said just saying, like, we could have. I'm not saying. I don't understand Joel's position. I'm saying that he added to the few like he doesn't what if Ben decides to like not play at all and he just sits out and that hurts the Sixers. So all this and he got out off his chest. Then he loses all the leverage that he has. That, but that's fine, but he's still gonna be off the team and get where he ultimately wants. And he still got his money. So it's just like regardless, it hurts the Sixers. So all this talking and getting this off your chest hurts the Sixers at the end of it. So what's the real goal here? You're a Sixers player, you care about the team, care about the team because all this nonsense hurts the Sixers. So, what is it? Oh, is that to me the answer? I, m- listen, my whole thing... Oh, no, I was going to let you go before. Oh, no, it's, fu- it's fine. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I get 100%. I get what you guys are saying, that Joel has a right to be upset. Okay, but even what he said, Oh, people miss the fruit, though, when they miss the thing. <laughs> like... That's so obvious what you're saying. Like, why don't you just Look, make Carl, like think about how much he covered for him? But that's and still but here's does. the thing. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. People literally lost their job trying to cover for him. That's fine. But at the same no, time, no, it is not. You no, lo- Brett Brown lost his job. For one game, one game where wow. Ben Simmons didn't do what he's supposed to do does not. Carmen has not been one the, game. Listen, I'm just saying that he hasn't done what he's supposed to do this entire season. Doc coddled him the entire season. Joel covered him the entire season. So at the last game when everything is like, you know, went to crap, now you want to talk smack? You should have been talking smack all season then instead of covering for him. So don't try to change it up now. You but if they were talking crap all season, you'd be talking about, well, he needs to get out of here because Joel and B's a crappy teammate. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, put words that's, in my mouth. that's pretty much what you're doing. No, I'm saying that if he, if you're, if you're going to be, if you're going to do something, be consistent about it. You but know he, what? You know what the wildest thing is about Ben lovers? They're it's not so about quick being a, it's to not like about blame Joel Embiid. I'm like not blaming him. I said I understand on, where Carm, his position was. I'm not was. talking about you directly. I'm talking about the leadership of the team and the point of we are still a team, regardless of whatever. Ben is still on the roster right now. Yes, so all is. this talk of Ben and all this crap in the public does not help the team morale, does not help the team unity. Say what you got to say within the locker room to the team if that's what you want to do. But doing that did not help anything. It just hurt it and made it worse because he's still on the team. How, like... 
At the end That's of the day, I don't even understand how the word worse and Ben Simmons are even in the same sentence because this city, this organization has been so behind this guy. Hence, why you're the president of his fan club. I'm not the president. And now he don't even want much to do with us from reports. How does that even add up? I'm just saying oh, that. Like, but you're talking about like, well, ben well, do this stuff. In I'm just saying, like, how do you know throughout the entire years, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons haven't been doing this in private? How we do you don't know. know we don't know. That, that's the thing. Absence of evidence. Okay, so there you go. We don't so know. So both sides, we I, don't know. I look at it like this, though. If Joel and Ben really fool with each other, you would, like, really see it more. Like, for example, if I know my guy is out there laboring on one leg and he needs me, like, this is my brother. This is my teammate. He needs me. I'm going to do everything that I can do to stand up for my brother, my teammate, who's out here in any other circumstance, probably not going to be able to play basketball, probably under the knife. He, he did get a surgery after the season, and, like, you just completely disappear when your brother needs you the most? That, I don't, I don't I just, that just doesn't sit well with me. Listen. I'm not and saying he did. I'm not I'm, saying I'm I just agree saying, with look that. At the, I'm just saying, look at the Milwaukee Bucks. Chris Middleton didn't do his part, but he's like, all right, listen, I'm seeing Giannis going off. I got to do my part to step up. And in the end, Chris Middleton did his part to step up. Same with Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday wasn't shooting, but you know what he did? He picked it up on the defensive end. Even when back when we had Jimmy Butler, you could tell. There's a difference between just being teammates and then just being brothers in arms. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid, those guys were brother in arms. Mm hmm like, like, when Jimmy Butler was like, yo, when you get the ball, just shoot it, and Joel Embiid made that three to 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 cap to cap the game off in one game, Jimmy Butler went to him and was like, that's how you do it. Mm -hmm. That's how you shoot. That's how I want you to shoot. Mm -hmm. There's not really that much visible presentation of, like, all right, I'm going to go to war with Joel feeling like I'm going to go to war with Ben and Ben doing the exact opposite. But it goes that. both ways. It goes both no, ways. No, neither one of them. I literally, right. I, I, I was, I'm just, I'm saying it. There's yeah. no. They don't do that. They, it doesn't feel that way. Mm-mm. I feel, like, I feel but like I feel like I feel like Tobias and Joel do that more for each other than, than but, Ben. But than at the ben, same time, it's like people have different personalities and different way they handle things. Just because they're not doing the same thing as Jimmy and Joel did, that don't mean they don't have any kind of relationship. It's not about Jimmy and Joel. It's, just, it's about I'm just saying actually in general. I'm just like saying, but here's, just because you guys aren't seeing, you, you, you feel like you're not seeing things, you don't really know what goes on. We all don't know what their relationship is like and what is it. Like, people have different personalities. Some people don't. Ben doesn't seem like an expressive person to me. So I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying, like, you can't. You can't, um, you know, say things that you, we don't know. We don't he, know. He only showed expression that one time when he choked out his own friend. So I was just like playing. So that doesn't count. But any other time, he ne he never really rode for okay, JoJo. But here's they never really rode for each other. All, all, all I'm saying is this, though. Like, Carm, like, you go to work. There are people in which, you know, you feel like they're more than just coworkers. They're your friends. And then they're just people where it's like, all right, if it has nothing to do with work, do not contact me. Do not associate with myself. Facts. That's pretty much what this is, in my honest opinion. That's from fine. my eyes. That's yeah. fine. But and, here's the and thing. then how's your relationship with people like that in the workforce? What do you mean? It's just business. <laughs> well, that's fine. But so what does it what does it have to do? I don't understand. That's what, what it's the camaraderie. Like for example, we know. Okay, so now we so want Ben gone because they don't have camaraderie. No, I'm not saying that. I'm talking but about the, the thing. Let me just, their let me, relationship. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. They people are saying Ben didn't show up. He didn't show up because he didn't score. He don't score. You're asking him to do what he don't do. 
So what do you want? The man don't score. We've known then this. Then he got to go. That that's simple. fine. So if he got to go, right. he, he gotta go. He got to go. Listen, he, gotta go. he got to go. If he got to go, he got to go. Play basketball. Listen, if he has to, here's the thing. Doc, Joel, the entire city of Philadelphia, everyone is known the man don't score from the ribbon. Everyone McConnell has okay. said it was okay. So what's up? Okay, but he shot the worst free throw percentage in a playoff okay. series in NBA history. That's Listen, fine. just shoot 50%. That's, Listen, I get it. And I'm, no, it's not fine. I'm not, I'm it's not, not, I am not condoning anything that he did back. And I've said that he sucked in doing these things. I've said it on like on record. But what I'm saying is people are so mad at him because he did what he always does, which is not score. That's just the truth. That's just the fact. Carm, I don't know how you're still on this train. I'm just I'm not on the train. It's just the fact of the matter, Mark. You act like you're mad at him because he doesn't score. He don't. So but that I, that was the thing that if the you Sixers, know he don't that's score, what the what Sixers. Do you, what do you watch him for? That's what for the, his spectacular passes. That's what the Sixers said. That Nobody was okay. The Sixers said. Here's the no, thing. Carl, the fans I'm are mad. The fans are mad, but the Sixers said it was okay. The Sixers organization said, Ben, it's okay that you don't shoot free throws well. It's okay that you don't shoot. The Sixers said it. So why if they're holding him to that standard? Everyone else is mad. Why? The Sixers held him to that standard all season. So Carmen, is that standard okay for you? No, it's not. But I'm just saying that's what it is. So that's what the Sixers have done. Here's my question. How are you still on the bin train right it's now? It's just the fact of the matter, Mark. I'm just talking the fact of the matter. What's the fact, the fact of the matter, of the matter Carmen? The I'm trying to understand why you are still right or I'm The Sixers, I'm not right or die. It's just... Own up to what you did, Sixers. You coddled him. You said it was okay that he didn't score. You said it was okay he didn't shoot free throws well. You didn't give him any repercussions when he didn't do these things well all season long. So then in the playoffs, when it matters, in the finals, in the Eastern Conference, whatever, when it matters, you don't, like, and he didn't do it, you let him do this all season long. The Sixers should have did something about him if that's what was the problem. But they let him go and they let it go. So what do you expect when it came down to the big moment? He just did what they said was okay that he did all season. That's all I'm saying. I'm not agreeing to saying it's okay. I said that he got to go if that's what he's going to do. I said that. Okay. But y'all are saying y people are mad because the Sixers allowed him to be who he's been. That's it. Okay. Why is everyone acting like you wanted him to become, like, you know, like Steph Curry, like that's not happening. That's never gonna happen. I never asked for Steph. I, Curry. I just want I'm him just, to shoot free throws. I understand throws well. that, that's but all. that, but the Sixers have known that he's had this weakness all season, and they never forced him to adjust it or fix it or do anything. So what do you want? What do you want now? That's all I'm saying. I want you to get off the train. I'm not on the train. I'm just speaking the fact. <laughs> I just want to shoot the free fact. throws. Right, well. Yo, listen, that's Carm, the fact. At the next stop, I'm gonna need you to stand up. Hand the Amtrak guy your ticket <laughs> and get saying. off, yo. Like right. I, like I can't. Yo, I don't. I don't want you to door. die on this hill alone. Right, <laughs> back door. Back door. Like I don't. I don't. Like I don't. <laughs> yo, Chris, shut I don't. Up. I don't want you to die on this back hill door. alone, Carm. Like, yo, back door. Seriously. Yo, facts. All right, fine. Just <laughs> All right, whatever, man. Summer <laughs> league, summer league. So Jello, he played well in his first two summer league games. He was balling. Yeah, he was balling. Yeah, I, I saw him. I Joe saw him. Buck, he he did good. Right. I mean, he can shoot. He's so tatted up. Like he's just like tatted. Like, he yeah. He I, looked like he's still crab legs. Seriously, like he's tatted <laughs> up. But he did. I, honestly, I'm very happy for him because I feel like everyone has been like, like kind of like playing him so bad because you know Lonzo and his brother. But you know he's. I feel like you know they he should, all can hoop. No, like, for sure. And I think it's good to see. Ball did it. Yeah, like they all get but he's showing that he's you know he's persevering. Jello you know? never been a bum. It's it's what he did when he was younger, stealing and stuff. Like he never, he never been a bum. Yeah, it's like it's he not that. It's like and he's also not as good as his two brothers either. I mean, we don't well, know that. In what way? Because his shot is pure. <laughs> like we don't know that. Like he's, he's like the shooter out of the. And three. they all have different builds. Like they all kind of have different styles. Yeah. Not just not just been following all of them since like you know. Since like 
Lonzo first came in the league. Yeah, I'm just saying, I, like, Lonzo is, you know, the guy you want at point guard. LaMelo is better than Lonzo just because he also has the court vision. And but he's also taller. He's taller and has a better, not better shot. Like, to me, I feel like he's going to be a better shot. He has scorer. a better shot. Yeah, he has a better shot. And then Lonzo, he's not the playmaker of the two. He's, he's, just shooter. he's just a shooter. He's probably the shooter and enforcer. Yeah. You put all three of them on a team, they might be trouble because they all play different ways. Right. Like, you got your shooter, your enforcer. You dang, got oh, dang. I got to know what they all win Charlotte. Yo, you, ha- you got Lonzo and LaMelo on the wing for defense. Like That's a lot of length. That's what I'm saying. Lonzo and Melo are both playmakers, so th- they're all three are going to get involved. Mm-hmm. That would be wild. Yeah. Yeah, that, that some of these um some of the games have been pretty good. Like I saw Gary Payton the junior the junior, he's on the Warriors, mm-hmm. I think, and then they were playing against Portland, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and then yo, Michael Beasley's on the Portland G League squad. And yep. so is Kenneth Fareed. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's Michael Beasley's a bucket. He's yeah, always been. Yeah, I know he went number two. Dang, I forgot, yeah, forgot yeah. I, I, I'm I'm forgetting Kenneth Fareed's nickname. I forgot what it was. The, the manimal. The manimal, yeah. Yeah, he's on the he's on the Trailblazers. <laughs> yeah. And then um 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 what's his name? Um Jalen Suggs was balling for the Magic. That was a good game. Uh, yeah. The Magic versus the uh was it the Warriors? Yeah. Yeah, the Warriors. That guy, what his last name is Guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Warriors, he was good. Um Yeah, y'all gotta watch out for my young boy Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. I've been telling oh, y'all. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, Houston has he's a lot of He's already a bucket. Yo Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> they are buckets. They can't play a lick of defense, but they are buckets. That's all good. You buy defense. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> only twenty three people play defense now, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But yo, let's let's really address the elephant in the room. We got maybe a little under twenty minutes left. Let's talk about the Philadelphia seventy sixers route over the Dallas Mavericks in summer league play. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. First off, Tyrese Maxey's game, I've literally seen improve so much from when he first stepped on the court last season Mm -hmm. to yesterday. First off, my man is now hitting threes, stopping on the dime, step-back threes. He's more in control on his speed. He's such a playmaker. He's not as bouncy on defense. He's more honed in on his guy. Maxie looks really good. That was an excellent trial for Portland. Mm -hmm. Looks so good. Like, I'm I'm very happy. You said Portland. I did. (laughs) That was an excellent trial for Portland. Wait, then they play... They she, it went over yeah. her head, yeah. way over her head. Wait, what happened? It's it's, it's still going way over her head. Oh. But yeah. Oh, got it for the trade. Wow. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. See what Maxie can do, Portland. You see that? Yeah. 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 There's a good cornerstone. Good cornerstone. Yeah. Have him for the future. Who needs Dame Lillard? He's old. He's 31. He's got an abdomen injury. He's yeah, got you know, five Tyre- years. Tyrese Maxey is the hero now. Listen, Tyrese <laughs> Maxey has a work ethic that's so legendary. This guy is up there with one of the greatest point guards of all time. He's not even able to have a drink yet. This is the guy you want to build around. He's still growing, people. Oh, his speed is so electrifying. And I'll tell you what. Here's what we're also going to do. We're yes. going to throw in Tobias Harris also. Hey, listen. If you guys <laughs> are looking to replace Yo, Carmelo Anthony, listen. We got a guy named Tobias Harris. He's about 6'9". He'll give you 20 points per game. Pretty solid on defense. He has great length. Defense he, is your issue. Oh, uh, defense is one thing that you guys, Portland, have struggled with for many years now. And you and don't I have to start Robert Covington anymore. Oh, no. You won't have to. I'm telling you, with the additions of Tobias Harris and Ty- Tyrese Maxey, man, I tell you, Portland, that would really put you guys 
in the same place you've been for years. So you might as well just give us Dame because you know he's going to be old. He makes too much money. You know, there's nothing. There's yeah, nothing you guys we'll want to do with we'll Dame. I guess we'll just take him off your hands. Yeah, yeah we'll I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, hey. Yeah, I mean, hey. We'll what do you think? Generous star. I'm just saying, hey, and bro, uh, if that's not enough, we'll throw in Shake Milton as well. Hey, I mean, hey, listen. Listen. I don't want to do it, but I feel like I I would for y'all. Oh, just for y'all. It's just gonna for be y'all. So, it's gonna be so tough getting ready. Shake, and, and but listen, I'm like, listen, and I, listen I might. I, I might. I, and listen, hey, because tough things it hurts me that we're actually doing a really good job and drafting players who can contribute so far, but we'll also throw on a first-round pick as well. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, it's so crazy because the way our Summer League team is shaping up, we could win the Summer League championship, so we've been yeah. great we're, with We're risking that just to give it to y'all. So, I mean, uh, you would hate to give it, up that first round. Think about it, yeah, no, we're kind of like going on insanity right now. We're, we're not thinking shit. We're in summer fever. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. So just take it now while we still where we're giving it. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, I think this take is the, one of those deals that you can't pass up. We talked about Dennis Schroeder earlier, Portland. Hey, come on now. Don't be a Dennis Schroeder, man. Don't hey. give up on the money for something you ain't getting. Hey, and Think hey, and, and you know what? Just as a consolation, we'll give you our number twenty-eight pick. What's his name? Jared Springer. Yeah. We'll get because his man. defense is oh man, it's just like Tobias. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it's just like Tyrese Maxey. I think he'd be a great addition to your guys. That's two defensive guys and a playmaker that we're adding to your way, Portland. Yeah. And in the few years when you don't feel like paying CJ McCollum anymore, you could put him in there. Oh, now you're asking a whole lot. No, I'm no, I'm just saying, like, you know, if you don't want to pay CJ McCollum anymore, you could put Jada Springer oh, in the starting I thought lineup you were talking and improve your defense. I thought you were talking about the NBA no, no, new president no. coming to Philadelphia. I no, apologize. No, 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 no. Oh, no, listen, listen. No, we, we don't want to take a national treasure like CJ McCollum. No, 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 no. I think, honestly, I just really would feel. I couldn't sleep at night if we took him. I couldn't yeah, sleep. It just, I just feel like I would be up all night talking. For CJ, that, this I'd wouldn't be, like, be the yo, best situation. Like, I'd be him. like, if we took, like, honestly, if we ripped him away from Portland like that, I would feel like we took a, a mother from um, a child from his mother. Yeah, honestly. I wouldn't do it. it I just I couldn't do Portland it. Portland doesn't have like Portland doesn't have much. It's not really that much of a basketball city, but I got a feeling that the fans are not gonna like. Give They're not. It's it's like when yeah. your dad goes to the store and never comes back. It's just that pain. We don't want to. We don't. Portland, you guys don't deserve that. CJ McCollum, as Chris said, national treasure. National. Mm-hmm. Listen, here's the thing, Portland. This offer is only gonna be on the table for tonight only. So get back to us. Yes. Because honestly, we can't keep Tyrese. Call in the next we 15 minutes, you get a free shame. Wow. We can't, <laughs> we can't keep Tyrese Massey on the table for too long. So you better just soup it up now. Right. And if you and if you guys call within the next 20 minutes, we'll throw in Furkan Korkmaz as a special deal. I just to say, Portland, he is the Turkish dunk champ. So that being said, another national treasure you could scoop up for less than nothing. Think yes. about it. Yes. Exactly. Just give us name. That's it. You know, I understand. Y'all got history, but sometimes a new chapter has to begin. And how, what better way to start your new chapter than with Korkmaz, Maxi, and Springer? And honestly, if and you Tobias guys, Harris. And Portland, if you guys want to get a peek into your future, call them now for your free tarot reading. <laughs> and listen, y'all, Tobias Harris, he's a family man. He's a man of God, uh, Christian. He's about to get married. Him and CJ so McCollum will be such good listen, friends. Listen, they will be, on, like, honestly... I really just see the connection. Who here. needs a rapper like Dame Dollar on their like, team? Right, like get good Christian values back in Portland, man. I tell you, bring him to Portland. They need. He's the man, not the man that they necessarily would want. That's the, the guy you want need. leading your Bible study. That's not, the man not that they a need. Guy who raps on his free time. You guys want guys who to come stays to, injured. You guys want wholesome guys to come to your soccer game. CJ McCollum and Tobias Harris exactly. are perfect. Absolutely, they'll be in their Nike sweatsuits and just be chilling, nothing flashy. You want. You want. Guys who's going to go to their daddy-daughter tea times at the school. C.J. McCollum and Tobias Harrison. Perfect hey, duo. listen. 
Listen, they'll lead the team in a prayer right before tip off, and that's it. That's all it'll be, you know. Think about this, Portland. Think about your image. Yes. Think about your future, okay? S- right now, you're in the present. Think about your future. Just think about adding a Tobias Harris when you missed out Toby. on guys like Kevin Durant, and you've missed out on oh guys like Michael gosh. Jordan. You know, this would be a great way to heal those wounds. Come on, Portland. Come you know on, what you got to do. Just release Dame Lillard from those cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we done now. <laughs> I'm done. I think that was Yo, great. that was like honestly, like that was that was some that was some stuff there. Oh. I think that was great. I wow. think um, when you I get think we deserve an Emmy. Like I a daytime we should. Emmy. Yeah, Chris, honestly. when you get a chance, turn that joint to a YouTube, and you gonna say, you know, this message is paid for by the Run It Back. Yo, and put it on Twitter. Show. Put it on Twitter. Yeah, and send it out to all we the gonna s- like, Yo, We gonna fans. send this. Today. We made our we made our case to Portland. What do you we're think? We're gonna act. We're just going to act. We have to say, listen, we have to put this up because honestly, that was a great case for Portland. Seriously. Let's put it on Twitter. Might as well. Okay. Gotta get, listen. Fans will love it. It'll get, listen, I think people will love it because it's like we're saying what's on everybody else's mind. You know, we're just speaking from the people. It's great, wholesome men there. I'm going to use another WWE term. I almost broke character when you said Furcon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the plan was, you know, try to get someone to break character. That's why I said if you call within the next 20 minutes, we'll even throw throw in the Furcon (laughs) Corkamas. You know, Chris almost lost it. He almost cut my mic. So how dare you? No, he's untouchable. (laughs) Uh-oh, jeez. He's untouchable. Jeez, we got got a little less than 10 minutes left, y'all. And it's mainly because nobody wants him. He ain't untouchable in the streets of Temple University. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Wow, y'all. See, I just want to tell you that you are getting, honestly, like some one-in-a-lifetime radio here. (laughs) You can't get this anywhere else. This is like true radio just... We're just cutting generic with it. We're just coming out the dome. We're just talking. You, We're just you being can't us. fake this authenticity. You can't, nah. you can't fake this authenticity, man. Mm-hmm. This is Philly's finest right here and beyond. Yeah. And beyond. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you want to hear people argue about Jalen Hurts and how whether or not is he good or not for three hours straight, then you know where to go. You know to go to WIP. You know to go to <laughs> 90, <laughs> 94.1. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> but here, we're only here once a week, so we're a special attraction. Yeah, I mean, once a week, baby. If y'all, if y'all listen, if y'all need, y'all want sponsors, you know what I mean? Y'all need us to talk about your products on these FCC airways. Here's the thing, Mark. We're going to need you to get a cut for that because you can't wear the do rag if we want to. Yo, listen, listen. Don't even come at me, We need you to be fresh because I know your potential. I know what you can be. All right, all right. Never mind. I ain't going to roast you. I appreciate you saying that. What's it about what? What I do? Nah, you cool because you said the world seeing my potential. I'm cool. I ain't got to roast you. I just I had I know that you can be like fresh cut like dang oh, Mark yeah. okay line up you know what I mean like that's when you bring like the you know? like <laughs> the Mark the Mark top <laughs> the Mark Thompson vibes you know, you know, what, I'm you know what I'm saying so it's like I need you to be the the Mark Thompson we all know you uh-huh. can be yes and it's like you know what I'm saying if oh, we yeah. want this the sponsorship listen, we, listen, we, look, we get our fresh cuts and can just uh, clean up our come mean, in like today. Yeah, and you know wa- and just mm-hmm. watch the cursing you know on yeah. these FCC airways exactly exactly right like. Worried about chicken breast, like the best part of the. Hey, chicken. We just talking about chicken breast, man. Yeah. That's cool. I'm not talking about you know that that thing where it's like I had to push that dump button. I know. I'm sorry. I did well today. I didn't do that bad. Usually I'm cursing more. I did all right. You getting up there? It's just like I'm trying. Dang, you still got potty mouth. It's I'm trying. Dang. The show is teaching me to kind of watch. Whole liability. Right. I know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. Gonna get a sued. Nah, I'm kidding. But yeah, so just kidding. We love you. <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah. What? So, um. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. <sighs> I just think we just kind of like just. Oh, by the way, oh yo, you saw um like have you been on Twitter, right? Come on, dog. You know, you know. That's right, I yo, read you that s- like the newspaper. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm just saying, like, you saw the whole like thing how it went down with uh, Tyrone Johnson. Yeah, I didn't want to talk about it because that's the uh, you know another station and whatnot. But yeah. it was crazy. They was dogging him up. Yeah, rightfully so. My honest man. What I mean, happened? What was the story? Uh, uh, apparently, the rumors are he pulled like a Karen moment while his girl, I guess her purse was too bad, too big. Who? Uh, Tyrone Johnson. Who's that? <laughs> From Sixers Outsiders. Oh, what happened? What did he do? He was uh, at the Eagles uh, training camp or whatever, uh-huh. and he was with his lady, his wife, and apparently, this is what, uh, according to Twitter, you know, her purse was too big, and he, he did like a Karen moment on her and then went on like a rant on social media, but I heard him on the show. He had apologized and said his actions was wrong. Mm-hmm. Wait, Which so he got mad because her purse was too big at the game? Something like that. Yeah, know. there's a rule at Lincoln Financial Field that you can't have like a bag size oh, that's right. way too big. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then he went on then he went on Twitter, dropped the person. Name dropping. Name yeah. dropped her. And then just, yeah, then just went on a whole triad on everybody else, blocking people. Just over a purse because he, could, he couldn't get in at that time because yeah. of the purse. Well, oh, his wife, yeah, his wife couldn't get in because of a purse. Well, that's that's kind of like crazy. It's crazy because it's wild because they was dogging him on the socials. They should. That's crazy. You can embarrass and humiliate your wife and degrade her because no, of no, no, not his wife. It was the uh, person who wouldn't let his wife in. He was talking about the employee that worked for the Eagles. Oh, well, I mean, that's just the rule. They did it at the Wells Fargo. When we remember, yeah. when we went to the Wells Fargo, they wouldn't let me in. I had this small purse. I had to go into my car and put it down and just get my cards out. Yeah. So yeah. that's just the rule. I know. You can't be mad at the rules. But it's just funny because Twitter was dogging them out, and then it was just like people talking about, like, oh, like, retweet if you've been blocked by him, et cetera, et cetera. It was just, it was crazy. No, he blocked the blue meanie. I'm just like, how you blocked the blue meanie? Who cares? But at the same time, it's like for him to be rated his wife is nutty. That's your uh, wife. That's your that's your partner. That's disgraceful. No, Carm. He wasn't talking about his wife. He was covering for his wife. He oh, was, he was oh. talking about his wife employee. was in the wrong. He was coming at the employee. Oh, okay, I got it. Oh, but he's wrong. Why would he do that? That's just doing his job. <laughs> Sorry, that's just my opinion. Look, all I'm saying is that if you feel some type, of, if you feel some type of way, that's fine. Don't go on somebody. Don't go on social media. Name drop somebody where. Everybody's gonna know one where she works at, and then everybody's just gonna like try to return fire on her. Yeah, that's dangerous. Everybody was catching strays. Yeah, so it's like for no reason. Yeah, it's like here's like here's the thing like no everybody like you know quote unquote says they don't like him and like everybody's been blocked by him. Here's the thing like you're a figure like in Philadelphia like you do you have a giant media platform. So getting all that giving all that negative attention to somebody who is just trying to do their job like that's yeah it's not to me that's corny yeah it's not it's not that deep. Yeah. And one thing about me is this is what I've been preaching lately and it's something that I actually do is like as as a uh, as crazy as it may sound to some people you really got to protect your energy. And when I say stuff like that that means everything don't require your energy. Yeah. Like I'm not spazzing out over something that's like all right, like just keep it pushing like yeah. literally that's not so hard. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and slowly I'm learning that as well. Like I posted that I posted like a video of like Jalen Hurts uh, going out to his left trying to keep a play alive, hit Travis Fulgham. Yeah. Got over 10,000 cents. I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks for the support. Yeah. And then I got comments saying, like, oh, well, this doesn't impress me. Like, why would you show this? I was really close saying, like, I don't care what's impressing you. But I'm like, you know what? No. Yo, first I got- off, don't. No. Listen, never respond to keyboard warriors. Yeah, and that's what I think. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, you know, what? I'm learning more. Like, here's the thing. I'm learning more to be Skip Bayless. Because Skip Bayless will just go on Twitter, post his opinion, 
and not say anything else after that. Nah, you don't. It's it's. <laughs> you'll it's, ne- you'll never win a war on that's, Twitter. That's wisdom right there. That's what it's Nothing for. Nothing but wisdom. It's your platform to say what you want to say or think. Right. Mm-hmm. If you want to be my girl Joy Taylor and you know take them on one by one at night, by all means. But that's a lot of work. But I be cracking up. She be killing dudes. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like she really be at the next. Like every time they try to like say anything, she just comes back so clever. It's like entertaining. It really is. It's mm-hmm. it's like every other that's night. Probably why she does it. Yeah, she be killing it. It be dudes. too easy. Yeah, wait. Especially like the dudes in their profile pictures. It'd be like a dude like half naked, looking like freaking, I don't know, like a real big fella talking about. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're ugly. You're just on there for your boobs and smile, and she just be killing them. It just be too. It's just easy pickings. Yeah. It's funny. I think that's that's. My yeah, it's just opinion. miserable people trying to make other people feel how they feel. Hold yeah. on, you fancy. I did not see you coming here with this Fiji water. She pulled out the bag. Yo, she got money. Not only Listen. not only she coming here. Now I mean, looking dressed to a T, forehead shining. <laughs> and she come out here with the Fiji water as well. Oh, mm. Shout out to Lily. Mm. Uh, Put me on the Fiji. Well, F- Fiji is very good. Has uh, excellent minerals. <laughs> yeah. And that being said, thanks to that last Fiji plug, it is time to get out of here. They got to pay us for that one. Yeah. Pay me. And once again, this is Chris Thomas. Mark Thompson. It's your girl, Carr. And, listen, and you've been listening to the Running Back Sports Show, Sports for the Culture, every Tuesday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Until next time. Peace. Later.